Hello and welcome to Bits and PCs, the first anniversary birthday special. Woo! Yay, muted applause from the rest of the crew. Tonight I'm joined by the whole crew, apart from Proton, who's off being indie somewhere. Um, so we have Clarky. Hello. Beastie. Yo. And a bold, angry man. I'm still not angry. I may be bold. <laughs> <laughs> he's here. Uh, yes, Vimesy's been given control of the ship for this very special occasion, which I did warn them was the, probably a bad idea. For the, for the time being, Vimesy. For the, the time, time being, yes. Being. I've been t- I can be usurped at almost any point. Um, so welcome to the show. This is our, to be honest, the milestone most of us never thought we'd reach, um, especially me. Uh, but this is our first birthday. This is episode 53 of uh, Mature Gamer Bits and PCs. And... Um, we're going to have a special anniversary section later where we look back at our year and see how things have gone and look forward to the future and reminisce over old times and Clarky's camping regalia. Uh, it's going to be blissful. But in the meantime, um, let's crack on with what we've been up to and what we've been doing and, and all that kind of thing. And we're going to kick off tonight with Beastie. Let me know. What have you been doing? Awesome. Well, I've been playing the, I have to say, this is this is replacing kind of the this is kind of day Z um, for me or from for for John and what um, Prison Architect was for you, um, Vimesy is the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, mm. which I have been loving and pretty much only really playing that for the last couple of weeks. Um, I find this odd because I'm sure you weren't that impressed when it was first touted. Um, I don't remember being. I might have been quite cynical because it's a Ubisoft game. I'm generally quite cynical about Ubisoft games, oh. um, but I I'm loving it. It's basically the it's a PvP dungeon keeper with uh, you can do the kind of attacky dungeon thing. But that's kind of the lessy lesser excitement. It's really the build your your own kind of dungeon. They call it castle, but it's, let's face it, it's really a dungeon. Um, to stop other people stealing my loot, and I think that's a, it's such a great concept that you can farm other people's dungeons to steal their stuff is just a, such a great idea. When you say and, farm, can you basically gang up and bully? Um, no, because it's currently single player only, only one. Only yeah, but one I mean, like, could you just attack. consistently rape Clarky, for example? Just pick on his castle again and again and again. Um, you could to an extent, but they do do. There is like a shield protection thing. So yeah. if you loot a castle, um, a shield gets put up. Now, how that works does seem to be a little bit vague, because I've seen that people. I've had two or three people loot my castle before. I think it, once you get looted, the shield goes up after like five or ten minutes or something like that. After mm-hmm. that effect, so you can get many people trying to attack it in a period of time. Um, I'm not quite sure how it works. It's, it's one of those areas that you most definitely is in the closed beta phase because you don't really know how it works exactly. Mm. Um, but really, I've got a stage where I've designed my dungeon so nastily enough that very few people get through it. In fact, that's, the idea that you can still see replays is great. And you start, you do get snarky comments. People can't beat your dungeon. They start getting a little bit... <laughs> kind of oh you oh you cheating you make this dungeon too difficult or something like that you're like well i don't want you stealing my stuff so 
So this is, did you get kind of like, because I've, I've, you posted up on the forum earlier um, that Eurogamer were giving out some, about a thousand beta codes. And I managed to slide on there and and get one. So I've I've got it installed. I just haven't managed, you know, I literally installed about five minutes before coming on air tonight. Um, I'm really intrigued by this because A, because it's probably one of the first games I've ever heard you quite so excited about. Um, And B, because (laughs) it sounds like my kind of fun, just basically designing it's it's a bit like I like tower defense games, and this sounds like it's kind of along that sort of along that path of yes. de- developing traps and trying to let's you know almost like take down your shields and then you know basically bash your brains in with a big rock or something. I quite I quite like the idea of this. Is there yeah, a, is I there mean, a kind of meta game to do? You get kind of um, it would be really fun for me if you kind of had. And I'm obviously appreciating the fact it's in closed beta and stuff, so it's not not due for release for. Well, it shouldn't be too far away, but um, okay. are you going to get things like email alerts when someone's pillaged you and stuff? Or it's a good question. Like you probably you probably could do that because <laughs> that would be probably cool. good. <laughs> um, because you do get because um, how it currently works is there is very much a meta game to it because there's masses of different currencies. So you have gold, you have life force, you have bling, you have crowns, um, and you have your your loot for your your warrior or your mage or your archer as the kind of your attacking um, force. And so you have to kind of, there's lots of different currencies to manage. And the only thing that really is valueless is crowns. And that really assess, that's really your scale of how good you are. So the more crowns you have, it means that the better your defenses or the better you are attacking other people's dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, I found currently that my crowns are quite good based upon other people might be attacking my dungeon failing and, it's quite a, it's quite a cunning system that you're because you're relying upon other people. Because for Ubisoft making the game, they just make once the game's constructs exist, they haven't really got to worry about it too much because other people are making the content, mm. other people are making the, the dungeons to, to to finish. Yeah. So the from what you from what you want, I think you would find it quite a, quite an appealing tower defense game. Mm. Um, but the the way to look at it is that you have aggro circles which are more MMO-esque in their, how they manage you. You've only done any dungeons or raids. Kind of understand that that's what you're, you're kind of raiding that, that, that dungeon, so to speak. So you have aggro circles. So each pack of mobs you have, and you can have up to 20 units worth of you can spend in an area and each unit has a different value yeah so you sure. can't fill an area with all the epic so you can have you one want. epic and then maybe you can have like 20 low grunts or something exactly yeah. yeah exactly and you kind of manage that so a lot of it's for me about managing aggro circles that you're trying to get multiple um pulls mm-hmm. what you want to do is pull as many packs as possible which is kind of difficult getting in more than one or two there's a few tricks currently which are bugs where mobs behave bizarrely which means you can basically screw anybody over but I, i've not done anything like that. i must say I, I am incredibly fair. interested in trying this out this it sounds like michael and the sense of humor to it sounds it just it just looked fun to be and i i just think they yeah. could, do, could do something really brilliant with this in that you know you could almost you could get pinged you know i could be at work and i could get a ping on my phone with like a little vine video of like six seconds worth of your your character your avatar standing at the heart of my fortress you know doing some kind of taunt or something you know i think that would be quite amusing say hi i've just broke your dungeon ha they could i could they could definitely do that um that would be just epic that would be brilliant because that's what we can do i mean i 
every single dungeon attack does get you have the replay of it, mm-hmm. of it so you mm-hmm. can watch it you can speed it up you can watch what they've done and you can see did that defense work what was the problem with it um how do i make it better and because you've got three different classes attacking you in the sense of the mage the the uh, archer and the warrior mm. or the knight i think it's called um you have to think about three different you, realms of attack exactly yeah. exactly so you have to try to measure it so oh, yeah. i mean i've got currently set up where you've got these two um two creatures called hunger bots which are a little bit like reptilian chests mm-hmm. um so they're kind of weird looking they can and you can choose different actions they've been upgraded so you can either fire a hook out to grab somebody in um fire a bowling ball forward which um knocks them back or a punch punch bag which knocks which stuns them so how i've set it up is that my first mob they attack is, is has these two mobs in it and an elite um warrior and the idea is that they'll try and knock the character into a spring trap which springs them into the next aggro circle which <laughs> has got an elite cyclops called um i think called pound more pete the um elite mob and and, a, and an archer so the idea is that already they've got two packs and the sex second pack i've got similarly i've got an aggro circle going through a wall into another pack yeah but you think you've just killed one little snotling type thing and then you walk around the corner you've got a pack of mobs but what you've actually done is you've actually aggroed a pack further away in the dungeon so basically you get two packs coming in together right. so it's just got really clever devious things and i have found myself kind of at night going oh i could try that oh i wonder if that would work yeah um, it does it does sound the prison architect when i used to go to bed thinking right how can i how can i maximize this or, or you know or, or make my prison more efficient or really torture my prisoners that kind of thing it sounds fun it is, yeah, it's great. So I'm really looking forward to more. There's more people getting into it that we'll start getting little friend groups up and we'll be able to raid each other's dungeons and kind of see. So, so on that note, did anybody else pick it up? Clark, have you picked it up? I requested a code for it but didn't get one. Oh, lovely. Screw John, you, Evie. Yeah, so. John, have you stopped playing Surgeon Simulator long enough to sort of manage to How pick it How do you know I'm playing Surgeon Cause Simulator? Because you're a twat and you've got Steam on and you've got Raptor on. <laughs> Oh, I told sorry. you before the show, stop playing League of Legends. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop playing League of Legends and start playing Surgeon Simulator. <laughs> oh, you'd appreciate me having some content. Um, what are we talking oh, yeah. about? No, I'm only messing. No, I just had a look at the videos there, actually, on this. It looks uh, really good. It looks in, in quirky in a cool, shitty kind of way, though, doesn't it? I think you'll like it, John, because the attack mode is very much kind of Diablo-esque. Um, yeah. it just, I did the, what I saw, it looked just looked like... Just look like uh, orcs. Uh, orcs, orcs must die. die. It's similar in a similar yeah. kind of tone, um, but the defenses are more tower defensey, um, and the attacks are more Diablo kind of torchlight esque. Mm-hmm. Except your kind of single character. It's definitely not quite as smooth yet. And I have what's been really good actually is that Ubisoft seem to be the dev guys seem to be really really on it. So I kind of had a complain about particularly the night being a little bit clunky to use. It just wasn't very smooth. The animations weren't syncing up very well. And they did go, yeah, we are aware of this. We're going to fix it. And they're, so they're really responsive to feedback, which is great so far. Mm-hmm. Really pleased with that. Um, so I've been playing that quite a lot. Any time for um, anything else? I, I played a little bit of Rogue Legacy, which mm-hmm. is a 2D. All I can describe it is it reminds me very much of Super Ghouls and Ghosts. For the old, um, I've been hearing an awful lot about this game. It seems to be kind of the game du jour. Well, I picked it up, and it kind of brings me on, or bring me on to my next subject as well. Is I picked it up, and I thought I'd give it a go, 
and it's the first game I came across that it's almost impossible to play with a mouse and keyboard. It, it was just so difficult to control. Um, Wait, what? It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? It's just horrible because what you need to do is just too many mouse and keyboard combinations to do it easily. Mm. Um, so it oh. meant that I had to pick up a pad. Well, I picked up a wireless adapter, in fact, for my PC. So mm, It's a slippery slope for me, mate. Pretty soon you'll oh, be up for sale think... and you'll have a pre-order in for the next Xbox. And... Well, that's right. I'm, I'm steady now. I mean, the, the pre-order for the PS4 is in, but the Xbox <laughs> is a long way away. Um, the... I was, I was really surprised how, how easily it worked. <laughs> Literally, it just... to, I don't see how people seem to have problems. I mean, the Xbox pads, I mean, I use a wide one just because I'm cheap and um, I can't be bothered to buy a wireless adapter for it. And it's just, you know, it, it's what it, you know, it's, it's plug and play. It doesn't, you don't need to do anything. And for pretty much every game I've ever tried it on, you just, it, it recognises half the time the icons will change to match the, the controller layout. And it's just, it's just a joy. It's the double. What was really I was really impressed with, and I'll kind of bring on to when we discuss the Steam style later on, was I picked up um, Tomb Raider very cheap, um, and I haven't really played it a great deal, but I was really impressed with how well it transferred between. If I use the joypad, it went straight away to the joypad control buttons to use. Yeah. And if I went to the keyboard, it went straight to the keyboard buttons with yep. no dicking around it. Ultimately, yep, just what it. I was using. Yeah. And that was really clever. I was really impressed with that. Um, having said that. Well, we'll get Steam Raider and me talk about Steam Cell later on. I still think the keyboard was a little bit smoother for me in some things. So it's kind of frustrating. I think what, both between them, neither of them was the perfect scenario. But um, Rogue Legacy, I do hope to play a bit more. Now I've got the pad working properly. Um, it's still bastard, bastard hard. So I can work out. Yeah, I've heard that. I've never played it so far. Um, I think, well, the first game of the pad, I think I lasted about like five minutes. <laughs> it was like mm. dead. So this, this is the one base, basically. You, you, it's a 2D platformer, but you, you enter a castle as your character you leave the castle having raided it for its gold then you have to spend all your gold on upgrades and stuff like that before you then die and hand over you pick an ascendant or something like that that's pretty much what i understand I mean, again i haven't played a great deal of it but that seems to be you do lose all your gold <laughs> so you have yeah. to burn it so you have to spend um, spend all your gold before you die basically because you can't take it with you well, no, actually, it's not before you die. It's before you start your new adventure. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Right. So when you tend to enter the dungeon, there's a, there's a guy that looks a bit like death. I don't think he's called death, though. Mm. And he basically goes, oh, I'll just pass you to pay all your gold. And he literally just clears out all your gold. Um, but, I'm yeah, I'm not quite sure how how that's going to pan out in the long term. So I haven't played very much purely because of the, uh, getting the controller working. Mm. Um, but I'm definitely going to give it a whirl. Cool. Okay. Um, and then you put something else here. I presume this is some kind of app or something because it doesn't sound like a game I've heard of. Holler yes. Unblocker. Holler Unblocker. <laughs> so either you've had some kind of dysentery or what is this? This is probably my favourite thing I've come across for a very long time. Um, basically, one of the guys at work had mentioned it. And Holler Unblocker is a, um, a IP kind of VPN um, service. But it's completely free, and you can download it as a Chrome app from the Chrome store. Mm. Um, and more importantly, mm. the basic thing is it means I can access, but no US cost Netflix. or no issue, US Netflix. I knew you were going there. Lovely. Um, so I 
anybody who likes likes me like me wants to kind of access to the massively huge catalogue compared to mm. UK variant of Netflix and all the episodes um, and series of Archer, which is just reason enough for me. There's, oh, there's so much more, so much more stuff. In fact, it shows how bad the interface is on Netflix mm. when you look at it, where you are always all that content. But yeah, the Holoran Blocker works with um, multitude of sites. It kind of works with um, Hulu and works for I think BBC. The other I'm, way I'm around. Presu- I'm presuming like this is this is you know you're still having to pay for your subscription to Netflix and stuff because I wouldn't want of to course be yeah, yeah absolutely promoting any kind of piracy or anything like that. Oh no no, no this is this is this is basically someone who's got a subscription to Netflix. This means you can without paying another because mm. a lot of there's a lot of VPN services that you can pay like another four quid a month or something. Because I used to I do this just by. Justify. I think we talked about this on a few shows ago or a while ago about just flipping the IP settings in your uh, Xbox 360, for example, and you used to be able to access the US Netflix from that, but then they got pretty wise to that fairly quickly. Yeah, and still works. From doing it. Still works. Brilliant. Um, but, yeah, I hadn't, hadn't realised you could do that. John, get off League of Legends. Not on League of Legends. I've just turned off Surgeon Simulator though because it's a joke. <laughs> God. Well, so you know, we might as well crack on with John. Um, just because now you're taking a break from your active gaming session, you might as well kick on with what you've been doing. <sighs> Fuck all. Uh, playing Daisy as usual, uh, but instead of just playing Daisy, I'm playing Daisy Origins now. See, I, I hooked onto this on Saturday night, expecting you to be camping under a tree, and you were nowhere to be seen. Uh, yeah, I've got a life though. That's the thing, and uh, do real world stuff on a Saturday. So sorry, you did turn, realize. you did turn up though. Did you play Daisy or did you play Daisy? Well, Origins? I thought I was playing Origins, but it turns out I was just playing Daisy. <laughs> what the hell's Daisy Origins? Okay, so Daisy was the original mod of Armor Two, and now lots of people have then extrapolated that and made further mods. And Origins is a mod of a mod, and it's Daisy, right. but with Different, different zombies, different behaving zombies, different spawns. It's actually only set on a different map at the moment. Um, it has all sorts of other stuff, like um, you can build camp, you can build bases and lock them so people can't come and steal all your stuff. Um, custom build vehicles so you can cobble together a little helicopter out of a bathtub and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but you know it's. You know, so we're just trying that out at the moment, and that's uh, been keeping me amused for a little bit over the last couple of days. Because that wasn't working when I... I don't think we, we had that up and running on the Saturday night, because we were just playing... What, on Dave's server? Mind a Dave's set up I, server I don't know. I, don't, I didn't try. I just, I just hopped in, and I thought I was... I, I'd gone in, I'd, I pestered you for how to get the bloody thing working. I got my Daisy commander well, installed. Well, yeah, I, I wondered that. Everyone kept asking all the questions about how to do it, rather than just typing into Google... How do I install Daisy using yeah, Daisy? Yeah, but, but typing into Google is just slightly longer than actually just texting you and getting the answer. So, uh, you know, it, um, it made you angry, so that's kind of... It didn't make me angry at all. Did you manage to get on then? Yeah, so yeah. Did, did, did you get flown around in a helicopter? Did you enjoy I did. it? It was, it, was, it was weird because I, I hooked on, first of all, and I kind of I, I pitched onto this where everybody was, and I was on um, TeamSpeak at the time, so that was obviously helpful. And I was, uh, I think Hitch was in there, and I think Panther was in there as well and stuff. And, and I kind of started off, and I was on my own on the beach, as usual, you know, where you start, and hadn't played this for about five months or something, so completely forgotten all the keys. And I was used to Armour 3, which is slightly different key stuff, and um, had to 
took a while to kind of work out where I was and where I was trying to get to. So I was trying to meet up with Hitch, I think. And um, I think I was about five clicks away. So I said I'd meet him by, by this dam and uh, kind of worked my way across country up over these hills and made my way to this dam and um, got there and then suddenly realized that there were it's the brilliant thing daisy does is because there's no music it's just you know the, the ambient sound or whatever it's it's just brilliant because you suddenly turn around you know i come out from the tree line and suddenly look across the dam and there's like three zombies just kind of strolling around and you just say oh shit there's no warning there's no nothing occasionally they'll make a little grunting noise or something like that and considering in most zombie games you play these days, you just kind of think, yeah, I'll just fuck them up. I'll just charge in there and boot them up. Daisy doesn't quite work like that because one of these zombies can take your face off. They move so quick. Um, and, it, you know, I was sitting there bricking myself in this tree line as they kind of slowly came, slowly came towards me. And I was sort of talking to, to the guys on TSP going, oh, I really don't like these guys. <laughs> they're getting a bit too close. How will I know when they're going to attack? And they go, oh, you'll know when they're going to attack. They'll scream at you. I'm like, brilliant that's wonderful um I, it brings with the question i mean i did wonder that how are you coping with it because i know you're not a big fan of the freaky out scary games no it, it was it was interesting because it does it gets me um it, i don't it's not too too bad because um i don't know why it, i think because it was bright sunshine for a start when i was playing it but i kind of <laughs> um I tell you what, I, I kind of I managed to slip between these three zombies and then sort of try. I had to cross this dam basically. There was no other option. I had to cross this dam to get to the village where I was supposed to meet up with these guys. And um, I kind of crossed this thing and thought I was in the clear, and then suddenly heard this scream and I thought, "Oh bollocks!" And I just turned around. You could see this zombie in the doorway of this hut, and I thought, "Oh bollocks!" Maybe he hasn't seen me. And then he just comes at you, and he comes so quick. And I'm just like, I've got my macro off in my hat, which is my pistol. And I'm just fucking emptying my clip straight in this guy. And half the shots are missing. But scrabbling. <laughs> Sorry. He's just laughing at Clarky laughing and going all broke back. I'm not I wasn't going broke back. I was never near a tent at the oh, time. No, Clarky was giggling oh, Clark. like a schoolgirl at the he moves coming at you. Oh, dear so God, Clarky. Oh. I'm trying to build up an element of tension here. You, uh, why do you invite him on? Anyway, so yeah, so I'm I'm kind of scrabbling backwards, trying to you know emptying my load in his face. Does that make you feel? Oh, like, oh, fuck oh, you. oh if you want to start, Jesus. if you want to start down that line, um, and it was just brilliant because he was just this just, just scrabbling all over us, and you could just see him kind of ripping at, at flesh of, off me, and my vision's starting to go, and of course all my shots have now alerted every other fucking zombie in the entire <laughs> world, and I'm kind of looking around. I managed to get away from the one, but of course my legs are probably broken. I'm screwed. I'm, I'm, you know, falling backwards through the trees, and then suddenly I'm just that's it. There's three of them on me. And the last thing you kind of see are these three zombie heads kind of converging over you, and it all goes black. And just like, yeah, fuck me, didn't like that. <laughs> but it was it was just brilliant the way it brought that tension because I must have been sitting in that tree line thinking about crossing that dam for a good five or ten minutes thinking how can I do this how can I work out how to get around this and then it was just like all of a sudden it's like boom they're just on and it's like fuck and it all changes from a stealth game to a complete panicked sort of shit get me out of here so and I, I, I really enjoyed that um, but then I met up with um, we, we finally someone managed to get a heli uh, and, and came along and picked us up and we, we sort of shifted back over to your base and where you've got basically you've got a nice little base up in the north airfield and um, it was you know 
all your tents are there with all the gear and I managed to luck out we found a few drops and I lucked out and picked up one of the better rifles in the game with a nice scope and um, it was all very lovely um, but then I think that was when it got a bit boring for me because uh, and this is no reflection on the guys I was playing with but they all knew what they were doing and I didn't <laughs> so I sort mm. of sat in this heli and we're kind of going off to, to look for stuff but of course the nature of the game is that you know I'm on one side, so I think we've gotten one of these, um, the man-eater helicopters, uh, so-called because I think the bug is that when they land with these helicopters, if you don't get away from it, you basically die just through some bug in Yeah, sometimes when you exit it, they decide to exit you on top of the spinning rotors, which is um, fun. Brilliant. So, um, you know, and I was was like, Clark, you can shut up. I was the rear gunner on this particular thing. Oh, Obviously, because you had, you had the you had the pilot and then then a, then a side gunner, and they were they were sort of watching over this village. And it was all very tense, and then you could kind of see. I, I managed to sort of go backwards and forwards from the rear gun to the kind of passenger seat, and and kind of look out the window, and I could see flashes, and there was fire, and it was like you know gunfire going off and all this. But from my position on the back, couldn't see shit, and I'm just sitting there looking at this landscape, going, "This is fun, isn't it?" I can hear all this radio chat about how they're killing stuff and everything's going on, um, and I was like, "Dude, dude, dude, for about." 20 minutes just going um guys <laughs> but it was it was good fun and i can i can completely see why why the appeal of it is there for you john i really can i think but um it, it almost in some ways i need to play it some more because i think that wasn't i mean there was some brilliant bit where we, we managed to um we got in two helis in the end uh two of the hueys and um we were set upon we were flying uh, south and we were set upon by somebody in an attack helicopter and uh, it basically just meant that we were trying to trying to sort of shoot this thing out the sky and it was flipping and it was like, oh it's coming from the north oh it's coming from this it was like as he came past you were trying to take pot shots but unfortunately of course you know you run out of ammo far too quick so in the end it's just two Hueys with no ammunition uh, trying to take on this 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 guy in, in his and we, we got a few shots on him so he basically he, he bugged out and went off somewhere else and then I think he crashed into a tree or something I think he did a he did a he did a John um, but yeah it was good fun but it, the, the tension wasn't there and that's kind of what and, and I almost think that if you're going to be playing again I'd rather play something like Armour 3 Wasteland where it's more PvP and and better and less clunky and less and less thing but I think Daisy is probably better if you want to play it that way is small groups of survivors trying to get through you know and, and zombies are a threat but i think that's probably just because i haven't played enough of it to be fair so um yeah so it's good fun for me so um do you want to talk that's about very much that's very much more what origins has turned out to be it's a lot more difficult we're not we're not able to immediately find ourselves a helicopter we've, we've spent hours and hours and hours just to get one helicopter going mm. and and uh and as it turns out um we split up to go and try and take what we had down to a base, and Hitch was flying the helicopter, and he's been set upon by um, some non-player NPCs flying a Huey, because in this version of the mod there's some NPCs. So I have absolutely no idea what the state of this helicopter is. It literally took us hours and hours and hours. That, that, I think that, has, that has more of an appeal to me, that, that kind of persistent world where you can kind of build your fort and build, you know, yeah. and, and that, you know, that, that has certainly more appeal to me. But, um, but jump, you, on, jump on Minder Dave's new server. Then. Yeah, no, if I will do. If interested, then uh, post in the forum. And, 
give you your GUID, which yeah. is the instructions for getting her on there, and uh, come and join us. I've had so, a whale of a time on it this evening. So. Yeah, I mean, I intend to I intend to hook up and play a bit more of that. So um, you might as well talk about the next one on your list, because it's some, the other thing I've been playing as well. So you, you might as well hook on to that one. I don't know if I mentioned it last week. You I? did, indeed, because I almost uh, bought it on the I show, really, but I, I couldn't get in. I played a very little bit of um, Cube World. Very little. I don't know, I just can't quite can't quite get it. I need to get on with other people and um, I might try to get onto what's promised as being the MGP server. Mm. I think it's hosted at someone's house but I couldn't get on, so uh, maybe maybe I'll try again next time. But, so um, so what, what have you done in it? Fuck all, nothing. Brilliant. Um, well, I, I, don't I, under, I don't understand it. I don't understand why it's so difficult to get beyond level one. It's like you oh, kill it's, something. Oh, it's it's really hard. I mean, but basically, it's I, I've I've got to. I'm about halfway through level two, um, and basically, when the, the well, that gap, must be like four hours of gameplay to get. That's no, about three. <laughs> exactly to get but to no, fucking it, halfway through it, level but two. It is, but it is hard. I mean, it's it's this is you know for, for people who didn't catch last week's show or don't know what this is. This is um, an RPG based in. It's kind of a Minecraft graphic style game. Um, but it's an RPG game, so you pick a class, mage, ranger, um, warrior, whatever. Uh, it's in alpha. I think it's, it's, it's alpha, isn't it? Not beta. It's definitely. I think it's alpha. It's paid alpha, um, and it's basically Minecraft without the mining. Um, but you basically have RPG elements, so you, you go off and you 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 hunt animals to get their their drops or whatever to get XP to to level up to boost your skills to. Um, be able to do dungeons and quests and things like this. And at the beginning, certainly, it's fucking hard. I mean, you've, you've got um, probably, I think the first gets from level one to level two, I think you need 50 XP points. Now, most animals or most mobs will only hit one, maybe three XP per kill. So you'd have to, you know, it takes a while to get up to level two. Bit of fun. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't sound that much, though. It's, it's, the, mobs it's not, the mobs are actually quite hard. You can quite easily get raped by a chicken. It, it's really not right. hard, and there's no indication oh. of what. There's no meaningful indication to me of what's difficult to kill and what's easy to kill. Yeah, they have those kind of. You know, you have the colours above. So if you've got somebody's, uh, you know, name like he says, um, wizard or something like that, and it'll be you know red for don't even think about it, um, yellow for quite hard I, th- I think cyan is kind of around your level so depending can on can we the... stop dropping the innuendo in please you're the only one picking it up <laughs> I have to agree with Vinesy there that was very tenuous Clarky <laughs> what is Clarky it's because we have he hasn't spoken for half an hour so he's getting withdrawn we'll get to you mate don't worry we're getting all right, there alright Um. so yeah so it's, it's Cube World's a weird one because um, the thing I'm missing most about Cube World is the stuff from Minecraft, I think this game would be absolutely wonderful if you could do some mining. Actually, you know, build your own little fort or, you know, go tunnelling. Because what you've got is you've got a very good combat system where, you, you know, you can fire off arrows very quickly and you've got little skill perks. So you can, you know, uh, I'm playing as a ranger so I can I can go into stealth. Well, I can't yet because I haven't leveled that far. But I can kick people away from me to get distance. I can then fire my arrows up and I've got little special skill shots and stuff like this. You go into town, you've got a nice crafting dynamic where you can make your own health potions and you can build weapons and more armour for yourself and things like that. But actually, when you go exploring, you can't change the world you're exploring. It is literally just, it looks like Minecraft world. But, you you know, you have to basically 
you, you can't mine, which I think would be brilliant if you could do if you could take some of that element of Minecraft where you actually went tunneling and then suddenly dropped into a chasm where you're surrounded by three or four creepers. That would be that would be awesome. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I'm I was going to pick this up. The reason I haven't picked it up was because the Steam sale has been ongoing, and I kind of didn't think it was the right time to kind of mm-hmm. splash money on it. Yeah. Also, I've had issues with the their sales server being slammed, so I thought I'll stay away. Yeah. Um, for now, but I fundamentally agree with what you're saying there because, from what I can understand of how it looks, some of the appeal of Minecraft, I think it's a bit too over the top. But I did like the survival element of it and. This feels like this game. Okay, the mobs are tough, but it does sound like it's missing that little bit of thing. If you could just build your own, yeah. And I don't, but I don't know. I think the other problem is if if you take something like Skyrim. This is basically Skyrim in a cutesy, um, in in a kind of cutesy uh, Minecraft style, voxel, whatever you want to call it, style. But there's no story to make you want to progress, and Mm. I think this is its big problem. It's very. It is so open. It's that open world of Minecraft where there is no story and there is just go out and explore. And you kind of run out of reasons to explore. So I've been playing it for three hours, um, maybe slightly more than that. And I'm already starting to think, right, well, I can see quest markers. But all these quest markers at the moment, all they are is basically go and kill the area boss. So you have to go and find the area boss, kill it, and then go away. And I haven't, because it's fuck hard, I haven't been able to do it. Um, and there are various things. So I've, there's various dungeons around the place, like castles and things. But all you're getting there is they drop more loot, which means you can level up, which means you can go and fight bigger mobs and other dungeons. But there's no narrative to make me want to do it. There's no reason to. Apart exactly. From doing it, yeah. Yeah. So I'm quite interested to see how it, because obviously it is alpha. Um, I would love them to sort of. I don't know. It may be a step too far because if they've already made, I think it'd be a decision they'd have to make earlier on in the design process. But to bring in some of those kind of Minecraft things where you could pick up blocks, move blocks, and you know, build build stuff, I, I, I think that might be a step too far. Um, but it'll be interesting to get in with a few other people um, and actually mm. have a go at this co-op. That might make it more interesting because one of the things I would love Skyrim, the thing that would have made it an awesome game for me, apart from better combat, please, would have been nice. Would have been able to play that in co-op and actually be able to go across, you know, the world. You know, yeah. with somebody else, or, or as a pack of three or four of you play that game in co-op would have been amazingly brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's one of the that's the way I think everyone was quite disappointed when they first saw Elder, Elder Scrolls Online because they, they were hoping to see that, and that's exactly it's, what it isn't. It's so not what you got. You know, that's no. all they had to do was take Skyrim and say, "Here's Skyrim. It's five times bigger. Oh, and by the way, you can bring three or four mates." Yeah, absolutely. that's all I'd want. You know, that would be absolutely fine for me. But yeah, anyway, so that's Cube World. Um, it's okay. I'm hoping, you know, we'll see we'll see where that takes us. But I've enjoyed my time with it. And I'm certainly going to play some more of it because I, I do. It's quite a nice, cheerful kind of RPG in many ways. It's it's nice. But um, yeah, I hope you're going to need to take me on that journey because I'm not. I can't see myself going on to it without being dragged into it. Well, we'll see. We'll see like how you, this, so. this this co-op server kicks off and. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, the other problem with it is, of course, it's because it's an app. There's no real. I had to go and watch some YouTube tutorial vids just to work out. I didn't even realise you could fucking dodge in it. I had no. <laughs> you know, right. you, you can kind of leap about like Eagle Ninja, uh, kind of roll out the way of way of attacks, and I didn't even realise you could do that for the first level, which you know meant my combat prowess was really poor. But and, and crafting confused the hell out of me. But you know doesn't take long to pick it up and once you do it it's, it's fine but yeah it's, I, I'm enjoying it and I'll be interested to see where it goes to 
Um, I think it's safe to say on colours this on uh, of John. I, I having known John and what he's talking about game wise, I'm pretty certain he'll never play this game again. I don't think he'll play it again. That's my uh, that's my punt. <laughs> uh, no, I don't Unless they introduce some kind of zombie survival mode to it, in which case he'll be all over it like a rash. <laughs> but uh, anyway, oh. um, so the only other thing I've, I've kind of been up to is um, I'm considering relocating um, my PC back down into a dedicated games room. Um, and it comes on to something we'll be talking about later in, in kind of the, the anniversary section, as we're calling it, about where, where we see ourselves being. And I could just see, uh, I'm thinking about actually making a decent games room. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a kind of brick out building, which is, you know, got enough room in there to put a, 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 my, my rig in and maybe hook up a projector screen or maybe a tri- triple screen monitor setup and stuff like this. So I'm in the I'm in the process of looking at things like decent gaming chairs and things like this to make it sweet. Uh, but it's not something I'm going to go into now, but it's, um, it's something I've got on the back burner. So if anybody's got any links to amazingly wonderful yet strangely cheap <laughs> gaming rooms, please please hit me up because I'm very interested. Doesn't but, exist, mate. Doesn't uh, exist. I have been looking at some of the chairs. It's really hard because you type in gaming chair and you end up with those bloody horrible console chairs where they're kind of the rocker rocker chairs or whatever they are. But they, oh, I don't know. I quite you, fancied one of them. You always. basically sit on the floor and it's just got a subwoofer in it. But they do um, they do office you type want, you chairs. You want a butt kicker? Yeah, butt kicker, kicker, mate. I might for Clarky to giggle. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. They do kind of office chairs, so proper sort of desk chairs, but they have like subwoofers and surround sound built into them. And oh, I was about to say vibrators, but that would have, yeah, okay. Oh, um, oh come on. Well, they do, <laughs> but not in that way. So uh, I'm actually really interested in that, and they're about two hundred quid. But um, I, I'm quite tempted. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, that's something we'll come to later. So uh, last but not least, um, Clarky. You've been playing some games, and they've not been on the Vita. Yay! FTL. I absolutely love this game. I can't it's, believe I waited so long before it's, it's buying come, it. It's finally come to the party, everybody. Come absolutely. on. I mean, I, it, that was my game of the year last year. I can't believe you ignored it. Oh, well. It would be good on the Vita, it. wouldn't it's it? It's great. I shouldn't... I, Oh, it, it, it absolutely would have, which is a point I was probably going to bring up at some point. But yeah, it, it, it it's an absolutely awesome game. Um, I mean, it doesn't exactly look brilliant, but it's it's just brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. It is. Yeah, clicking your little crew members around repairing the ship. It's like all the best bits from Star Trek rolled into one. <laughs> but it's, it's, The story's better than most Star Treks. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, fiendishly difficult. Has anybody yes. actually ever beaten this game? Yeah, I have done several times. Have you? Bloody hell! I've yeah. never. I've always got. I'm a bit like um, Steve, and and I've just always got to that last level, and you get that three that that end boss where it's about three different representations of it. Never managed to finish this game. No, I I, I did find it's a very very punching the balls difficult type of uh, game i've seen to seen on some playthroughs i seem to have been doing so well i've got you know a crew of about eight people all man in an individual room mm. i've got drones and everything and you'll you'll just run into an, a bloody ship ambush in the middle of a nebula or something which yep. buggers up all your energy and that's it you're done for yeah yeah uh, there's, there's there's some people you know you, you can basically the more you play it you'll get to like the, the, the second universe or whatever 
and you just give up because they realise they just haven't got already the kit they need to make it past that final end boss. Um, I mean, I, I never get enough people to crew my ship. I can never seem to pick up enough to sort of be it able just, to, to do everything right. Yeah, it just seems like, I, I, I don't know, what, you know, you lose a game. It's a bit like, I don't know, like Hotline Miami is. It's no fucking about, you know, you're straight back into it again. Yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah. Mm. I mean, I... I picked this up on Sunday and before I even knew it, I ploughed about two hours into it. So it was always, oh, one more go, one more go. I can yeah. do it this time. Yeah. And it just changes so much every time. Yeah, so, you definitely, there's definitely, I'll do it next time. Attitude was never going to work because <laughs> yeah, it all depends what dice get kind of rolled for you. And you kind of go, oh, this is really bad. And I've had, I had, maybe I've, I've had some amazing runs. I've got my, my, I've got a few crew members on there, no problem at all. Every room's kind of manned. I've got really great weapons. And then something will happen where I get invaded by um, four or five different things. Then a fire started. <laughs> and whatever I try to do, I just, yeah, I, I end up kind of trying to get the fire out and suffocate the things. But of course, by doing so, the ship's still being hit by something else. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. And it all falls apart from you th- where you think you're on for a winner and then it's just gone. Yeah, it's, it's just got such a brilliant sense of tension for such a simple game. I mean, there's a, you know, a few times where I've been getting absolutely pummeled and I've had the two guys in the uh, the cockpit thinking, come on, fix the drive. I see the bar filling up there. Come on, come on. But yeah. no, I get blown to Does shit. Has this ever come out on iOS? Because that would be perfect for the iPad or something. I don't think it has. Yeah, no, it's a shame. No, be... Something that, that's the kind of a really good handheld game FTL would be it would just it would just suit that medium so brilliantly um, I think it might be a little bit too fiddly maybe I think the controls might become quite tough yeah, but maybe. I, yeah be interesting okay uh, and what what the fuck is this next thing oh Jesus <laughs> um, I know what this is I'm really yeah. intrigued no yesterday and this is I, I'm absolutely ashamed of myself yesterday I was bored yesterday afternoon, and uh, I decided to have a look around Netflix and see what was on to watch, and I thought, oh, Indie Game, the movie. Everybody's been talking about that. So uh, I was watching that, um, which I have my own personal views on, which I'll probably bring up in a later episode. Um, and, yeah, um, I watched that film, logged onto my PC, and thought, oh, RPG Maker. That's usually really expensive. I know, I'm going to pick it up and make a game. And then I bought it in about, after 20 minutes of playing it, I thought, what the fucking hell have I just done? Oh, God. Yeah, so uh, RPG Maker, but uh, I suppose it's a good uh, announcement for an anniversary uh, episode. We can uh, happily say now that there is a uh, Bits and Pieces game officially in the works. What is RPG <laughs> Maker? You would say, you say it as if... Well, it's an RPG Maker. It clears oh, the title, it, John. Yeah, it's basically a... For like a content suite full of little graphics and things that enables you to make your own kind of uh, SNES era looking uh, RPG game. Uh, I know, I think the game To the Moon was uh, was made with a previous version of it, which is, uh, which is very that's, good. That's quite impressive. It, it, so it's it, a tool it rather than a game, rather than like a little big planet. It's a, it's a proper tool. Yeah, it is more of a tool than anything else, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. Um, I think I've just completely wasted sixteen ninety nine. But Jesus, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. But the it's usually price about is like fifty, sixty quid. Yeah, it's usually fifty or sixty quid. But yeah, I thought, uh, well, you know, I'll give it a whirl and maybe we'll get a little bits and PCs game about, about it. You know, a little well, JRPG about bloody millions uh, for spending that much money. On it. <laughs> Why is it wasted then? Is it too difficult to use? 
Well, according to the uh, the blurb on the box, it's so easy a child could use it. Now I can only assume. That <laughs> yeah, I could I could only assume they were referring to Stewie Griffin when they uh, wrote that one. Oh. But uh, no, I, I'm I'm going to give it a whirl. Like I say, bits and pieces the game for a podcast host on a uh, camping journey of self discovery. I'm sure I can, I'm sure I can, <laughs> I'm sure I could churn that out in the next twelve months. You obsessed man. Either that, or it could become a piece let's, of let, the, Let's uh, move on really, really quickly. Why? <laughs> so now you're playing Fable, Fable 3. 3. Yeah, this is off topic, and I shouldn't really be bringing this up, because we should really stay PC-centric, although I believe it is available on the PC. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, yeah it's, you can get Fable 3 for the PC, I believe. Um, yeah, this was free on Xbox uh, uh, a couple was, of weeks ago. This is their replacement um, one, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I kind of downloaded it and thought, meh, and then booted it up the other day and actually rather quite like it. Um, Have you played the other Fable games? Uh, no, which is sort of marring it a little bit because there seems to be a lot going on in there that uh, the characters and things and everything. Uh, I don't maybe think I so. I mean, there's a ones. couple of characters. I mean, I used to love the Fable games. I, I just I wasn't quite sure how they could make three out of the same gameplay. It's It's really simplistic. Um, no, I, I the humour is absolutely spot on. Yeah, the hu- the humour's the humour's good, but I think it's one of those games where actually you become too overpowered too quickly, and then mm. you just end up going through the motions for the rest of the game. There's no real challenge to it after that. Once you've maxed out something, I think in Fable Three, once you've maxed out something like Stop Time and one of the magic ones where you can basically rain fire from the sky, it's, you, you might as well just you know you yeah. can walk the rest of the game pretty much. It's it's too easy to complete. But I'm, I'm quite games. Yeah, I'm quite uh, interested in what this game is going to give give to me later on. Because I was uh, trolling through some dungeon the other day, and picked up an item called the t- Titan's Condom or something. Oh, you, you pick up you pick up condoms all over the place. It just really? means, it, yeah, it just means you can you can go and have sex with your wife uh, without having uh, a child. Whereas if you go and get married and have sex <laughs> without having a condom. Uh, you, you're going to have sproglets running around bugging you forever. It's just yeah, like real life, mate. Yeah, you, that, thanks for that. You are speaking to a man with five children, Bamsey. Oh, well, maybe you should have run into children. these Titan condoms before, mate. <laughs> well, no, it's uh, it's quite a nice little uh, a little find, I think, and considering it was free, I'm uh, quite enjoying I, I don't, this. I don't think it's... I think um, probably Fable 1 had a nice simplistic charm to it, and I really enjoyed my time with Fable 1. Fable 2 is probably the better game, but actually I, I preferred the simplicity of Fable 1, I think. But Fable 3 just... I think it went tried to go a little step too far, but it's, it's still worth it, definitely, for a freebie. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, apart aside from our little uh, soiree on PlayStation Plus last week. That's about me. That's good, actually, that, wasn't it? I managed to shoot you in the face, cover you with my load. It was brilliant. Yeah, but I, I managed to sneak up and take you roughly from behind. He did. Oh, such <sighs> Sorry, we're talking Battlefield here, obviously. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is several weeks now that we've been going on about this Brokeback stuff. Jesus. You started it. Yeah. I know. I'm ashamed of it. <laughs> I can hear lots of clicking, John, so either you're back on League of Legends. <laughs> I haven't been playing League of Legends. Sorry, can you hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I should think so. Don't worry about it. I'm just trying, don't starve it. I'm sorry, I'm just actually trying oh, to make use of my... Yeah, um... we, did, we did see, but it's a bit late to bring content to the show and we've already done your section, John, to be fair. But... Oh, I just, um, yeah, I, only chance I get to play the damn thing. It's a bit weird, this don't starve, isn't it? 
It is yes. a bit weird, yeah. It is very strange. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll save that for another day. Yeah, he'll never play it again. That's what that means. Well, so, yeah. Well, hmm. <laughs> next big thing. Um, we've had this on rollover. Magic the Gathering. Um, yeah. Has anybody actually managed to play this apart from me? I've played yeah. a bit. Good. Can someone quickly play a sound effect of a door slamming and a car screeching off, please? Oh, lordy. John, have you managed to play it? Uh, I have not. Brilliant. Right. Brilliant. So, two of us have played it. Wasn't, it wasn't in the Steam sale, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... That's that just it. It's like six pounds. There was a demo. There was a demo for free. I don't understand it. Can somebody... Because I was looked into it, and all of a sudden it was... You buy a sealed pack of something. Mm-hmm. Well, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, basically, I I'm too scared. I, I'm no, no expert on this. Um, um, BC, you're more of an expert on this than I am, or, or what? Oh, I, I doubt it now because I never really got into Magic as a, okay. as a card game. Basically, so it's it's based on you know a physical card game where you you buy decks and uh, you build your own deck up. So you get certain cards that allow you to. So you'll have uh, creatures that you can use to attack. You have sorceries. You have instant magics. You have land, which basically provides mana points for, for your turns, attacks and defences and stuff. Um, so basically, it's a strategic card game, uh, PvP, if you like. Um, but one of the things that they do now is because, obviously, the, the balancing factor to these games can be that, you know, if I've gone out and I've bought, um, you know, I've, I've spent 60 quid on magic cards, I can basically stack my deck with all the most powerful creatures and you come along and you've only bought the starter edition or something like that, well, I'm going to pretty much wipe the floor with you more than likely, yeah? Whereas what they do with sealed deck games is you go and you buy um, a a couple of sealed decks, which are, you know, I don't think they're very much, um, but then you play the game with those sealed decks, so you could turn. So basically, up... it's, a, it's, a, it's a level playing field. Yeah, it's basically it makes it it makes it a blind game. I don't know what I'm going to get in my deck. You don't know what you're going to get in your deck, and it's more a test of, of skill and preempting the natural. I know what I've got in my. Hang deck. on, that, that doesn't make any sense to me because I'm looking at the store here and it says buy Magic 2014 sealed slot zero six to ten. Don't ask me. Don't pounds, ask me what all that shit means because that's I don't six pounds forty nine. Yeah, those, now, those, those you get are... sealed slots eleven to fifteen. That's another six pounds forty nine. So what? Every time you want to play, yeah. no, 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 you don't have to. That's the point. You don't have to do this at all. You know, you can you can quite easily play the game with the the with the, the game that I bought on, on you know, which was I think seven quid for the for the starter deck. It comes with um, a full full starter deck plus a couple of other bits and pieces and whatever. And I could quite easily play with that. But if I wanted to build my own deck, or if I wanted to go and play a sealed bid game or something like that, then I could obviously pay more and I'd get more decks and be able to play that blind. It's just a choice thing. It's, it's basic DLC. The annoying thing about this game, and the thing that I think lets it down, is I think when we were talking about this originally, um, we were having some questions about, well, this is a trading card game, but in the digital version, you can't trade the cards, which kind of makes you... John, get off League of Legends! I'm not on League of Legends. I... I've just don't start I'm not playing League of Legends. Raptor says otherwise. <laughs> I'm logged into the client. Ah, that's it. Here we go. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, the, the biggest problem with, with the magic that I can see is that you can't actually trade the cards off. So the, the game itself is actually quite good. I quite enjoyed it. It's um, you know, you, 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 you once you start getting the hang of it, 
you can kind of um, work out what you need to do to build up your attacks and what order to take people on, where you know when when to use your instant magics and all this kind of thing. But that element of not being able to swap cards almost makes it a non-starter for me. I think. What did you think? Um, do you know what? I mean, it's quite interesting because I really fancy playing a, a kind of a card game for one reason or another, and mm. it's happened to be that there's been a lot kicking around. That's why I was a few weeks ago I mentioned playing um, Jewel of Champions. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, but I've kind of burnt out on that. So when I started playing Magic, I thought, well, this is the best shiniest version. This will be the the most. Um, one, one with all legacy, certainly, isn't it? The Magic series has mm. been around for a long, long time. Um, I started playing. I started going through the tutorial, and I found it very, very slow. Um, I found it. They had way too much um, presentation. I, I, I wanted things to go a bit quicker. I mean, I've, I've gone that was mainly into playing. Um, George Champions, which is quite quick. You can go bang, 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 move, next move, go, 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 go. Mm. Um, whereas this seemed to be a little bit kind of like, oh, are you sure you want to attack? It kind of reminded a little bit of kind of Windows 7 telling me, like, you sure you want to do that? And the screen going great. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, it found, I found that a little bit tiresome. Mm. Um, it's enough so that I thought, you know what, I can't be bothered to play you that much. So uh, what I found frustrating about it is it, I wanted to really like it and think, oh, this is me even better. This would be the best, the creme de la creme of these kind of games. Mm. And I couldn't help but feel that maybe it's the pace of the game. Maybe I'm expecting it a bit too quick. But when you're busy when you're going through the tutorial stuff where I think, well, well, I haven't played the game before. I can I understand this. You don't need to kind of spoon yeah. feed it to me. Go next. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And, and The pacing's yeah. off because even when you get out of yeah. the tutorials, and I, I haven't played any multiplayer, which is a shame because I really wanted to. So maybe we can, we can do that another time. But, the pacing is off. It, it's so slow to be to do anything. To play yeah. your turn, just take, and then you've got to wait for your timer to go. And I don't understand the timers because I don't see the point. I know it gives the guy a chance to play his instant, but I, I just don't really. It just, I don't think it translates well. It's one of those games that when we go to like the MGPX on Saturday, I would love to take along a pack Magic the Gathering and say, right, sure. lay down, let's let's play some of this shit because. That's going to be fun, face to face, where you can see you've got a parent and you can kind of deal. With and you know, if, if anybody was up for that, I'd be more than happy to go down into into town, pick up a pack, of, you know, a deck of a, a magic starter set, and, and have a go at it. I really would because I think that'd be a laugh. Um, yeah. But I just don't know that it translates well to the digital extreme, especially when you can't trade off off stuff. Because I think half the fun would be me going, "Shit, I've got this car, you've got that, let's swap it and let's do that." But you know, I'm a, a nearly 40 year old man with with a family and a job, and the chance of me getting down to Games Workshop on a Friday night to to play this game in one of their whatever they call it magic nights yeah. is 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 <laughs> slim. Let's be honest. And do I, people still do that. Oh God, it's a huge thing apparently. But you know, it's yeah. um, I'd rather be playing Battlefield in all honesty. So never mind. So I think the next big thing, I think it's already a thing, and it's not for me. But um, well, it's, I would say it's, it's certainly not the next big thing in video games, unfortunately. I was, and I think it's a shame. So I think that they mm. they probably got the um, the game there, but they just haven't got the video game there. If that makes sense, yeah. that sounds really yeah. stupid. But that it just it, I found it very frustrating. I'm, I mean, I'm really intrigued. I'd like to have a chat with with Alas about it because I don't have a chance to speak about it. I know that he's yeah. really into the, the card game and see if he finds the pacing fine well, or whatever else, I might, but I found I might it incredibly a, frustrating. I might hook up a thread on the forum and just see if anybody actually wants to try playing a live game at, at MGPX and 
you know, I might buy a deck and, and take it down sure. there and people can borrow and play and see if they like it. And maybe that maybe that'll be more interesting. Who knows? Yeah, but, maybe um, interested in that. Yeah, well, we can do it. I'll hook up. I'll, I'll, I'll get on Amazon and buy a starter deck. Let's, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Are you going to do some cosplay for MDPX? I'm not laughing. I'd like to see you. that even more. I bet you bloody would. You broke back. Yeah. <laughs> I just think <sighs> it'd be funny. Yeah, I'll get me mankini. Everyone back. else is doing it, Vimesy. Yeah. You're the only one that's not going. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. Um, the only person I know who's cosplaying is um, Clarky going as Holly. Although I think we're going rename him as Hilly and make him wear a really? blonde wig. Oh, oh, he's got the right funny. accent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to try next big thing for um, next week. Now, this this may not be another rollover purely because we've got um, MGPX, which we're going to be having some fun at. So I don't know if we'll get a huge amount of space. But um, the game we've chosen uh, for next week is a game called Sanctum 2. Um, so if you weren't uh, involved in last night's meeting where me and Beastie basically sat there and went through the demos <laughs> that were available to play on Steam and just picked one randomly out of the air. Sanctum 2 is a tower defense game played in first person. Um, and there is a demo available on Steam, so I expect you all to have played it, and it's nothing to do with the fact that I bought this game about three months ago and haven't got around to playing it yet. Uh, it's, nothing, to do it's that. nothing to do with that at all. So um, we should be... This, this entire thing's just some excuse for you to get some use out of your huge games collection. Yeah, it? pretty much, basically, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but that's my problem. why not? Exactly. It's only at the moment. The next 19 hours. That's a bargain. If I'd have played it, I'd have given my thumbs up to that and told everyone to go and get it. Four pack for 17.99. Well, I know where you're going to be going on to the forum after this shows off. Uh, We definitely have to play this, yeah. Yes, you definitely. Exactly the same as you definitely had to play Magic, John. Yeah, exactly. Is it multiplayer? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Four player co-op. Four player. That would be fun. See, that's yeah, what we should be doing. Let's put, do that. that up. Let's do that then. Right, sweet. So that's that sorted. Um, releases. Nothing. No, there isn't. <laughs> Which is probably good when there's a Steam sale on. Um, I think the next release is next Monday. So um, I didn't add it. Cause what's, what's that? We can talk about next Monday. What's that? I can't remember now. Well, I can't good. remember. Not good to me at all. Okay, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back after that with some news. Some news on the Steam sale. And uh, our special, our favourite anniversary birthday section. Welcome back to Bits and Pieces, the birthday special. Um, The news. And of course, the big news of this week is the Steam sale. And I've got tons on sale is the headline. Um, So we might as well go through what we've bought so far. Um, because obviously we are hardcore gaming professionals. Um, so, Clarky, we've already established you've bought FTL and RPG Maker. Oh yeah. Pick up anything else? Or is that it? Uh, not yet. I'm kind of thinking about Terraria, but I know that's coming out on the Vita, and uh, they do like to give. It's only, it's only like one pound twenty nine at the moment, Clarky. <laughs> you gotta waste that pound. Tight bastard. No. <laughs> okay. Um, no, that's, that, that's, that's a cheese and onion pie at the van tomorrow. Oh, good grief. <laughs> you can see the quality of your food. Uh, this must be cheap up north. Uh, Beastie, <laughs> you've picked up some proper games. Some A, the treble bargains. Yes, indeed. Well, as I mentioned earlier on, um, I picked up Tomb Raider for about £7, or it was, which I thought was 
worth a punt at, even though I wasn't necessarily that excited about it. I was thought it'd be worth having a go. Mm. So I played the kind of first kind of few minutes of it. I played I played off the bit when we talked yesterday, um, Vimesy, um, <laughs> the bit where you thought the game got crap afterwards. So yeah. I've kind of played the good you, part you of the game. You got to the bit where, as far as I said, you kind of went downhill a bit after that, which is the bit where you get to the first campfire, basically. So you've done the escape from um, the, the yeah, ship yes. and you've, 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 you've gone through the tunnels and you kind of made it to your first campfire. You're vulnerable, you're shivery, you've got nothing, you've got no guns. And then from then on, it kind of gets a bit, yeah. As soon as they give you a gun, it, it changes that game. But, you know, I still think it's a great game. You should play it. So for seven quid, well, you can't go wrong on yeah, that one. We'll see how we get on with that. Um, John, will you also... stop playing helicopter games? <laughs> I am not playing it. I'm installing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um... cannot believe how much information is given out. It's not much information. It just keeps coming up saying, John, Evil Homer is playing this. Evil Homer is playing that. You do appear to be the most active gamer in my Raptor list so far, John, today. Which and that's just tonight. I'm, I'm really not. I'm just installing things that I bought. Uh, um, uh, else you anyway, I also picked up. I picked up um, Darksiders 2, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be honest with you, I knew very little about before I bought it. And I had a little will on it. And it's basically a kind of Devil May Cry. Um, kind of scrolling beat-em-up, really, isn't it? I mean, I don't know if you've ever played this. You, you basically you seem to play Death as one of the horsemen of the apocalypse and mm-hmm. go around being the crap out of things in a world that looks kind of dark and mysterious, I guess. I mean, it's, it's very... It kind of seems very RPG in the sense of loads of loot drop, drops and you get bigger weapons and Wasn't this a better stuff. game? I don't, uh, I don't even know, actually. Because I'm, I'm fairly sure this was the one that kind of pivoted their downfall. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Only because it just didn't sell as well as I think they thought it would sell, and um, I could be completely wrong, but I'm fairly sure you know they had high expectations for it, it didn't quite do as well as I thought. But you know, reviews were fairly positive for it, um, but just didn't capture the public's imagination. But oh, uh, okay, but so no, Dark Siders was... two, Tomb Raider, lovely. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of holding out, but I'll be honest, before I even started, I didn't really know for the Steam sales, so I didn't really know what. Is there anything you're waiting like. for? Not. I can't think of anything, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. Clark, yeah. is there anything you're waiting for? Apart uh, from Terraria, which you want on the Vita? Mm, I'm not in particular. Okay. I'll uh, keep looking. John, you seem to have bought... I'm kind of worried looking at the, what, what your mindset must be in with the stuff that you've bought. Do you want to run us through it? I, for some reason, I just bought it all in one go. Um, I was some... People were playing Don't Starve, and I'd seen that previously, so I thought that looks quite interesting in a survival-y kind of way. Uh, so I bought that and uh, just played 20 minutes of it then, and it's um, it's all right. So you were right. playing it while we were actually actively recording? I told you I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you see, but I get the impression that it's the sort of game where you can sit there and click away with it while you're having a conversation. <laughs> okay. Well, no, it is, because that's exactly what was happening when I, I was chatting to Sally and whatever and on TeamSpeak, and they were sat there clicking away on uh, Don't Starve. So I thought, well, you know, maybe that's the sort of thing that I would quite like. Okay. Um, I also bought Surgeon Simulator, because it was ridiculously cheap, and not knowing an awful lot about it. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't understand it. It works with um, Oculus Rift. I know that. Really? I really? don't understand it. I couldn't get anything to work. Um, I, I mean, 
You might have heard me chuckling while you were talking because I dropped a grill on this bloke's head and it was just sat there going into this guy's head. Um, Brilliant. Have you guys played this? I don't. I've seen gameplay no. of it and um, it's it's uh, yeah. I think it was released as a joke originally. Um, for, for I think they're going to try and get it working with Connect. Well, as a bullshit simulator. Well, it's it's all tied into the old. It's all got tier, It's all kind of TF2 now. It's all. Yeah. You know, jollified and jokey. Oh, of course, because you, you can play as the medic doing the, yeah. um, what you call him, the other bloke. The heavy. heavy. Yeah. Oh, well. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I expect a full report on that next week. And then? Uh, what else did I buy? Uh, I bought FTL, because everyone Good. seems to rave about it. Great. Uh, Get it great. played. Get it played. I can't see myself playing it, to be honest. Oh, you're no, the baby. I, I, I imagine you're going to play it. Hate it instantly, never play it again. Yeah, three minutes. I, I reckon we're going to have a. Yeah, I think we should have a sweepstake. Sweepstake, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, uh, we, can, we can do that. We can and do then, that. Am then, I allowed to bet on it? Am I allowed? To bet? No, you're not allowed to bet. Of course you're not. No. So then you've got. Um, okay, mili- and military then, sims. I'm going with. Well, take on helicopters isn't actually a military sim. Take on helicopters. I think I mentioned it last week. Is a helicopter sim. Based on the Armour 2 engine. Now, I really enjoy flying the helicopters around in Daisy. That's not what your co-flyers have told me. Oh, ignore them. They're all idiots. Um, <laughs> all of them? Yeah, all of them. Two of them in particular. But I won't name their <laughs> names. They, uh, they absolutely know who they are. Um, yeah, and I just thought, well, I heard that our, as the new standalone Daisy was being born out of the a take on helico- helicopters engine. I, Hell is take on helicopters. So I looked into it, and it's a and it's a full-on helicopter sim made by Bohemia, who mm. make Armor Two. So it's you know it's not just flying helicopters like doing Armor. It's a full-on helicopter sim. I thought, oh, why not? And I I did a quick view look on YouTube, and there's videos of people having a whale of a time, um, picking up things and taking them across a bay and dropping them where they're supposed to be. And for some that, reason, that doesn't sound very that, sounded, that seemed quite attractive <laughs> to me. Oh, so, um, so the, the big question is, how much hardware have you bought? I haven't bought anything yet, but um, I, you know, I want to give it a go, and um, I'd like, to, I, you know, I'm probably going to get one of the flight sticks and whatever. I'm not sure I'll go for pedals just yet. I wouldn't go for um, pedals, mate. But if you want to, I can bring mine up, and you can. Yeah, I'd like. I'd like to have, see that. You can, so have an, you can have an infinite borrow or something, and we'll see I'll, give the, I'll give. I'll give this a go, and uh, yeah. But um, so I've got that helicopter one, and I thought, well, you know, I, you know, I'm not just a helicopter nerd. Not that I really am a helicopter nerd, although I did enjoy Airwolf when it was on. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's that's the default level of do you like helicopters? I'm not sure. Did you like Airwolf? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> then you must like helicopters. Yeah. It's true. And uh, so I bought this game called DCS something or other, Ten Warthog or something, which is well regarded as a good flight sim. So I've got that, and I haven't played it, of course. But um, I'll give it a go. And I may take baby steps into flight slim flight sim nerdum. Um, did, at, uh, did you did you did you just buy the take on header or did you buy the bundle the full I on... bought the bundle because the bundle you get the Heinz which I guess is a so you bought the full on eight pound on Steam sale 
full-on helicopter bundle. I, with think it was six, I think it was six quid or something. And can I just say that at the moment, everything that you need to do to play DayZ is available for about six quid. Now, if you haven't mm. got that, you should get that. And that's Armour 2 Combined Operation. Mm. Six quid for a fantastic sandbox game. That sounds But you wonderful. secretly hate and love at the same time. Uh, oh, no, absolutely. It's shit. And great all at the same time. It does, it does kind of worry me that Take On Helicopters doesn't have any kind of demo video that they normally do on Steam. So, Well, it's a helicopter simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the start screen now, and I can see a rotor going around, and it looks bloody brilliant. <laughs> so, um... There you go. Uh, what, what more do you I possibly don't know, I don't know if it's multiplayer. Is it multiplayer? That would be brilliant if it was multiplayer. Uh, I guess it would be if it's a military thing. Who knows? Oh God. But, um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much all I bought. So. Okay. Um, well, you, you, uh, yeah. you've all you've all done better than me because I bought absolutely nothing. Well, I, that, I think that means that you've done better than us, to be honest. I've done. Uh, I've bought absolutely nothing. There has been nothing on this Steam sale yet, mainly because I've bought everything that's in this Steam sale before. But there hasn't been. It's been last. Yeah. There's been nothing in this sale at all. Um, I've actually been quite disappointed with the, the level of discount, which sounds stupid when you look at some of the stuff that's you know, the moment you've got like Max Payne three for six pounds twenty four, Dishonored for five quid. Um, you know, it, it it sounds daft, but I've already got all those games, so there's been nothing for me whatsoever. I think that I think that's completely fair enough. That's why I wasn't really looking forward to anything because I had everything I bought everything I wanted anyway. Mm. So when I picked up Dark Side and Tomb Raider it's mainly because they were just so much cheaper than I mean I've seen Tomb Raider for like fourteen pounds before, but seven quid I thought, yeah do you know what might as well you know, Yeah. I mean even even Terraria I was thinking, Terraria is like a quid fifty. And it's like mm, I've always wanted to play that but like almost like Clarky I'm thinking I'd rather wait for something to come out on either, you know Vita to be honest because I won't play it on the PC I just know I won't so yeah. uh, there's just there's just been very little the ones I'm, I'm waiting for are little little games that kind of I've thought oh are quite good so things like The Adventures of Van Helsing which is just a crappy little top down Diablo-esque type clony type thing which I'd probably play for about four hours before never playing it again but you know um, I'm waiting for that to come down I was looking at um, I'm Alive but somebody didn't like that I didn't like it. <laughs> so I, I don't know yet, but there's just been nothing that's really piqued my interest so far. Um, can I just can I just say that uh, there is multiplayer on uh, Take on Helicopters, multiplayer and cooperative, which is brilliant. And uh, in the last two minutes, my helicopter has been going through an auto startup um, scenario, of which I can do nothing <laughs> in. It just says wait for the automatic startup procedure to complete. So you've spent two, probably three minutes now not being able to play the game whilst playing no, the game. It's a simulation, it's not a game, is it? It's not a simulation because you're not doing anything. Well, like the automatic startup procedure is waiting to complete. You can't rush these things. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know have you ever thought about you... doing a Let's Play, John? You should get yourself on YouTube or Twitch. <laughs> Let's um, Play no. Take on Helicopters with John. I would, Interesting. I would, seriously, mate, I would subscribe to that. Interestingly, while we've been recording, you know, I started up Surgeon Simulator. Someone messaged me on Steam and said, "John, John, John, please, um, please stream playing Surgeon Simulator to see how angry you get with it." <laughs> uh, so, uh... well, I think that's enough on the Steam. So, I think um, 
I think we'll. I don't know. I haven't been that impressed with it this time around, but um, we'll see. Is it finished? Is still a few days left? I think it's going. To be, I think it's going for a while. Yeah, I think it's going to be days or weeks ahead. Yeah, I well, think. I'm, then I'm not buying anything until it's stupid cheap. Then, unless it gets to seventy-five percent off, I ain't bothering. That's the spirit. Yeah. I take on helicopters. It's brilliant. It's still auto starting. <laughs> <laughs> you let me know when you've crashed it, which will be about thirty seconds after you get to fly it, and then we'll see. But um, on to other other news. Um, Oh, blimey. Okay, so Xbox news on a... Yeah. Well, no, it's Microsoft. We can can relate this to PCs, yeah. And this is is the news that uh, Julie Larson-Green has replaced Don Matrick as the Xbox boss. BC, do you want to take it away? Um, Well, I just thought it was interesting. No, not really. Um, Well, no, I think think it is because, um, I mean, she did quite a lot of stuff towards a lot of the the revisions revisions to windows 7 and badly windows uh 8 <laughs> and um, she's involved with a lot of the, off- the changes to the office 2007 i think it was when they introduced that stupid ribbon um so i think it's quite intriguing to see what she's there to do and they do reckon she's the kind of the next in line uh, to kind of re- replace Bulmer. so it'd be kind of intriguing to see what happens um, with Xbox, I mean, obviously it's been a bit of a mess, and even today there's been a story which I deliberately did not post on the news. So we didn't argue about it, um, saying that the Xbox may bring back the DRM. Oh, we all know they're going to do stuff. that. We know they're going to do that. It just, but no, officially, it. officially yeah. they may do. They'll do it in years' it, time when everyone's just, bought it. I mean, they, whether you like it or not, they they've been a mess and how the three stuff regardless of when it says how the communicate stuff was poor um and so intrigued by this this shift and um don matrick would have been known to be leaving for quite a while mm. um wouldn't have been happened overnight um apparently it's his decision for understanding um i just think that someone else moving in kind of at the helm of, of, of xbox and very he's been he was in charge of xbox for quite a long time yeah um, Since about the, the time it started to go downhill, yeah. Well, maybe, perhaps, yeah. perhaps. Um, she's got an enormous nose. I'm <laughs> so, so brilliant. Absolutely, yeah, you know, insightful comment there. Brilliant. Bring it to the news channel. Oh, um, boy. I mean, it just seems to me not, she's been brought in as a kind of reversal technician because she did exactly the same thing, like you say, with I think Windows 8 as well. Um, you know, they've made some decisions which got the community all riled up. They bring her in, she reverses them, and she's kind of held as a leading light i mean obviously there's more to it yeah. than that but don't know it'll be interesting it's, it's just a i mean i know that don matrick would have had his notice in for a considerable amount of time at microsoft all these people that come out saying oh he's been given the push it just doesn't work like that well my understanding is um i had a conversation with somebody who should not be named steve Bolman. Um, no. <laughs> he, he was well you a, would say that wouldn't you I would say that exactly. Yeah, but it was a person who who wasn't Microsoft um, before, quite quite senior, and he's and he Steve said Bomber. definitely, <sighs> and he said that Don Matrick was definitely he left with his own accord, and it was um, done well in advance. But maybe that shows why he does such a poor job of talking about some stuff when it was that the show was it wasn't in the game, maybe. Mm. Um, but I found it quite interesting because he was actually a friend of mine was actually at um, at E3 sitting with Microsoft. Um, senior Microsoft guys while they're doing the presentation stuff and even he and they couldn't really 
get the full understanding of how this family sharing thing is meant to work and so on, which I think is hilarious. And you've got senior guys actually not knowing themselves and what they're doing. Mm. So I found that quite a fascinating story and it was quite amusing. I mean, he was quite defensive. Obviously, he was a guy who's worked Microsoft for many years, doesn't work there anymore, but he was quite um, defensive about how they've approached it and tried to logic around it. But even he said that that, that communication was really poorly done. But um, I'm expecting that she's going to come in and kind of, kind of shake shake some trees or rustle some feathers or whatever they do mm, at that level um because it has been a bit of a bit of a disaster um this year so far so yeah i'll be, I'll be intrigued to see what happens in the kind of coming months and what this really means for the the xbox one well i, I think considering microsoft don't seem to know what they're uh, doing at the moment it's quite ironic they've put a woman in charge <laughs> that's it no, it's sexism that's casual yeah, sexism classy, this is yeah. what we bring you on the show for <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, okay, so and then um, the next one is is League of Legends. There's a, a little-known game um, that has possibly claimed one of us already is probably playing it right now if his auto start hasn't completed yet. But League of Legends has been deemed a professional sport by the US government. Um, yes. Hot. John, are you, well, are you you happy about this? John. John, professional John come in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tower to John. Tower to John. Come in. <laughs> what, should, what, what should be his? What should be his? Like, hey, well, uh, I'm not cool muted, song. Ghost, angry bold man. Angry bold man. Do you come in, can please? Can you hear me? Tower. Yes, of course yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Bloody hell, that's really confusing. I can't hear a fucking thing over the noise of this helicopter. They're noisy buggers, aren't they? <laughs> this is great. Can well, I just say? Have you got it off the ground real. yet? I have now. Yeah, it's great. Oh, anyway, uh, no, um, well, that was always the way. I mean, I remember for a long time there's been all sorts of bullshit lobbying. Oh, make, you know, e-games an Olympic sport and all that shit. But um, League of Legends is a massive pastime. Is it any less of a sport than dance? There's <laughs> generally less walking. Um, let's, I mean, let's be clear. I mean, when they're talking about sport, let's they're not treating it as a sense of olympians or so forth it really is about travel visas that's what it's really about it's about accessibility into the countries to, to do the stuff so it actually benefits europeans as much as anybody else so all the um, koreans can come over and invade that's what it is yes all, that's what it is you know, all the league of legends and they can come um, over and pretend they're doing in tournaments and then take over the world except of course no one in north korea can actually play league of legends that's true um, but it, I, this is not really about the, it being deemed a sport. It's more about accessibility and travel, and so this treats the same flexibility. It's a news story. Well, perhaps, but <laughs> one's the truth. Well, <laughs> yes, but that hasn't stopped various publications in the past. Uh, that's true. That's anyway, true. so that's about it for the news. There wasn't really anything else interesting. We're definitely in that dry spell of, of gaming, especially in the summer before a, a, a big console, not double console launch. So. That was the news. And then on to, basically, we're going to go straight into our anniversary birthday section. I don't want to say anniversary birthday when anniversary by default means. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, this is a little section we put together. We've gone away. We've asked people to look at, you know, our our four esteemed hosts here to look at their, some of the things that happened over the last year. And uh, we're going to start straight away. We're going in with a big gun straight away into our favorite game, of the last year, since we've been recording, this was the only stipulation, a game that has been released in the last year as our favourite game of the year. 
Uh, BC, you've already mentioned it, and you're going to go for... FTL, obviously. Okay, brilliant, fine. It's, it's a cracking game, and I'm really pleased that Clark is playing it, and I'm kind of pleased that John's bought it. You know he'll never play it. Exactly. Actually, John, but the money's a, gone. Before you can play this game, John, there is a five-minute auto-start process that you have to go through. So that may well um, tempt you into it. I'll give it a go. Don't you worry. You keep barricading. You keep goading me, and I'll play it. Don't you? And then I'll <laughs> kick your ass at it because I'm a gaming professional. That's what it is. Kick, All right, then, John. Single-player game. John, <laughs> so what is your your game of the last year, John? Uh, take on helicopters. It's fucking brilliant. <sighs> Really? Um, really? No, really. no. I, well, I don't know. I haven't crashed it yet, uh, but that was a close run thing there. Um, no, in all seriousness, um, game of the year. I've spent such a lot of time on the uh, days. Daisy, it'd be remiss of me to say it. But what about Diablo uh, say, three? What about League of Legends? Diablo three was a fleeting. Uh, Diablo time. three was out before we started yeah, doing this. Um, yeah, it's true. Um, I did. I have spent a lot of time playing Diablo three since then. Surely but, um, DayZ was out before this podcast started. Uh, do you know what it was? Um, okay, what well, wasn't out, and that I really enjoyed. <laughs> um, Walking the Walking Dead took me by surprise because I was never think that I'd really enjoy a game like that, and I absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. Okay, fair enough. Uh, which segues nice into Clarky. Walking Dead, yay! Why in that one, John? I just thought it was abs- it was it was just such a a change from what I normally played on, and I hugely enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm greatly looking forward to season two. Have you got the 400 days yet? No, because it's coming out on the Vita in August, so I want to buy it all again. <laughs> you need to go and start yourself a little podcast around Vitas, mate. You really do. You'll probably, probably, probably be the only podcast for it as no, well. No, 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 there, there are a couple. There are a couple. Um, the Vita Lounge. Really short podcast. Yeah. It's, the, it's the hot tie at the moment. Well, the MGP VitaCast. I'm sure we could get something like that launched. It wouldn't take too much, too long, too much effort to do that. I don't think we can afford to lose anyone else. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, what, what ever happened to Pete anyway? Yeah, where is Pete? Uh, uh, well, he never seemed to turn up, did he? So I binned him off. <laughs> He's in the garden <laughs> over the patch. Just, if, just if anyone was in any doubt as to whether I'm still in charge of this podcast or not. <laughs> Um, no, Pete's, Pete's, just, Pete's just busy, and frankly, uh, he, he never gets, he never plays the games. So um, but maybe we'll bring him, maybe we'll get him back on. I tried to persuade him to come to MG, or the Christmas um, special, MGPX, um, but uh, he couldn't. Oh shit! I'm about to crash. <laughs> oh, I did crash. Shit! Oh. Tango down, tango down. You can use the Xbox controller on this, by the way. But um, we have a black hawk down. What was it anyway? Yeah. What helicopter was it? Or some little thing. I'm going to turn that off now because it's very distracting. But that's good. You should check that out. Awesome. Um, you might have noticed that I, I've not selected a favourite game of the last year because I honestly can't think of one. Oh come on! No, seriously, I, I, I get no. See, because I haven't finished it, and it would be remiss of me to give that my yeah, that, game that, of the year. Sometimes he can't think of a single game he has finished. Well, there is that. But no, a t- Tomb Raider was good. Um, Bioshock Infinite was was good. But I I think. What I've witnessed over the last year is, is games trying to um, pull narrative over gameplay in many ways. Both Bioshock Infinite, Tomb Raider to some, some degree, and mm. um, The Last of Us have all tried to do this thing where the narrative is really strong. The sto- even The Walking Dead, the narrative is brilliant, the storyline is great, but the actual gameplay mechanics of it are 
nothing new or in some cases poor um and i just cannot think of a favorite game i've enjoyed lots of games but i can't think of one that is an actual standout awesomely brilliant game i think that, you know i think that's in a way fair enough because i i think it kind of for me this year well last year has been from that kind of big big hitter it's not had quite the impact of the year before when you had skyrim and portal mm. 2 and they were like for me that standout i mean any other year they'd walk over every other game and the idea of those two games competing in the same year is quite interesting mm. but no i completely agree i think it's quite it's not been as clear-cut in the last kind of 12 months mm. so moving on for that we've got um our favorite gaming moment and interestingly they all seem to be from a certain bunnies v hogs competition well, yeah, I think that's great. I, mean, I, I thought it might be all game-based, but and this is moments in the game. But I think it's interesting that it's all, they've all been multiplayer kind of community games. Yeah, community games. So, Beastie, yours was the the FIFA 12 match. I I just I thought it was really good fun. There was a definite tension amongst the players, and I, I personally played quite a lot of football games in in my, in my life, and that I, I didn't normally I didn't get that kind of tension. But when you're playing with everyone kind of sitting there you could kind of there was sweaty palms and a real kind of fear of letting in a goal or taking advantage of the opportunity ahead of us and I just it was, it was just a really great game moment I mean, of course there's been tons of really good moments and particularly the community um, and the guys on uh, TeamSpeak but uh, for me that was really really nice and I, I can't it was almost uh, kind of heart poundingly too terrifying to play all that all the time if that makes sense <laughs> Cl- Clarky. Uh, it has to be the uh, both the Trials match and the uh, Team Fortress 2 match. Uh, the Trials match, just because looking back, it was really quite amusing having the missus sat next to me mocking my every move. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, t- Team Fortress 2 match for uh, listening to John getting so frustrated about that being shit quite, at being I, was watching, I was watching the stream of that and it was, it was most amusing. Um, <laughs> and then John? Well, for me, it was the Trials match because... Uh, exactly the reasons BC said um, I didn't actually enjoy the Team Fortress 2 match I thought it was it was too one side and there wasn't enough in it but I think it's well documented that I don't particularly like Team Fortress 2 but then I haven't given it a lot of, lot of opportunity but the Trials game I was my heart was pounding and my palms were sweating and I really wanted to do it and uh, I mean Trials is so Trials is you know, Trials is a game that has that that reaction written all over it. Anyway, even when you're not in a pressured situation. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was um, that was really really good fun. And uh, yeah, yeah I think time. I think mine similarly. I think that the, the Trap Mania night for me was was probably best, just because I think I think it was an inspired choice, John, to do. You know, everyone must bring their own their own track to the to the to the tournament, which was just brilliant. Mm-hmm. So everything from Kev's car park in the sky to um your oh, that was incredibly a low point incredibly impressive cock cock track <laughs> which is just, i mean i just it was just brilliant and oh. the fact that as managed to sort of stream it all and, and record it and, and we, we've still got those loitering somewhere um i did actually watch the entire stream of the you know even though i played the night i did watch them back just because they were it was just some of the banter and stuff was just brilliant and i think you know that that kind of bunnies v hogs thing has died um, a slow death recently because we just haven't. Um, no, no, it hasn't, we have, we, it we hasn't, have, it hasn't we died a death. It's just, it's just having a. Is it on hiatus? Is it okay? Well, we yeah, need to, we need to just... bring something back, and whether it be bunnies v hogs or whether it just be some 
some some competitive multiplayer nights or something like that or, or, or whatever it be. I think we need to bring something back because they were just they were just great and it got the community together in so many so many ways. It was just it was just uh, a joy to take part in those. So I think and I also think it's really, it's really nice that for all of us those are our favourite gaming moments, aren't you know something that happened yeah. in the game's narrative, but it's something that happened with our community, which I think is you know I don't want to get a weepy on us, but I think that's that's a good thing. So uh, brilliant. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to change it around a little bit here. The biggest disappointment in the last year, Beastie. Well, I'm going to be controversial here, but this is for me completely genuine. If it made a disappointment sense, mm. I found Bioshock Infinite to be my biggest disappointment of the last year. Okay. Mm. Um, Justified. Uh, it just the. I mean, I obviously when we when I played it's those I fucking up, bins, wasn't it? <laughs> I think that's ridiculous, and the the whole kind of nature of the how the combat works and it's, it's just i think it it's massively overrated from reviews and that makes me always makes me cross when i see films or games get reviewed way above what they should they deserve to be um and it's interesting your next game which mm. was also very highly reviewed and i actually think it's better than this game but um i equally um kind of wasn't so impressed as it ever made out but um for me, the story was just overplayed as being how interesting it was. And I, I kind of worked out what was going on and didn't give a damn effectively quite quickly. And mm. going from scene to scene of basically killing things and looting and then going through the next one of killing things and looting. I think I have to say that I, I'm kind of in agreement with you. And it was, it was between the game I chose and, and Bioshock Infinite for my disappointment of the year. When I played it, I was very enthralled and it goes back to this thing I was saying about the narrative over the gameplay that the story was quite, I found the story quite strong, but I don't think it was the story I found strong. I think it was Elizabeth. I honestly think that was what carried me yeah. through that game because she was wonderful. She was just a joy to, to spend time around in many ways. And she carried me through that game. Uh, the story, I oh, fucking knows what was going on. I, I wasn't thinking about it in all honesty. I wasn't trying to piece mm. together the thing. I was, I didn't have a clue, you know, so when that last section of the game presented itself to you, I was going, oh, right, okay, that's what's been going on. Um, I mean, mm. the main the main twist to it and whatever I kind of fixed, I, I kind of figured out. Um, but, yeah. yeah, apart from that, I, I just thought it was, it was a great story, but the gameplay, bloody hell. It was enter an area, there's, there's, your, there's your, your arena, go and kill everything. Uh, yeah, people kept yeah. going on about the sky rails and stuff. I thought, well, sky rails weren't that brilliant. I mean, they were, you know, they didn't really add much. I didn't feel they added. I, much. I re- didn't need to use them. That was the I thing. didn't. Like... No, I didn't. I used them when I had to go from A to B because yeah, I had to, yeah. or I had to escape or something like that because I need to get away from something. And there were there were brilliant moments in that game where you know the little vignettes of of the, the side pieces, the audio stories and stuff like the same as in Bioshock, but the actual the gameplay let that game down for me. I think so. I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. And, and very similarly, I think for my game, um, I chose Dishonored, which may surprise a few people because I was I was really looking forward to it, and I came out a Eurogamer um, so hyped for this game, mainly because I think I I was just really lusting after another Thief game, and I thought this would be what it was, and um, it's not. It's not. No, it really isn't. And I liked what, and for what it is, it's good, but it's very simplistic. The stealth element is. Um, handled fairly badly in all honesty i mean the fact that you can kind of there's a lean um element in the game this is just this is just one example of it but there's there's a lean function in the game where you can sit behind a barrier and you can kind of lean out to see where the guards are but this lean function 
it basically moves your head about four feet away from where you're actually sat behind. Yeah. And you're thinking, you know, you're practically your head is banging this guy's kneecap. Stop it, Clarky. And you can just, you know, how is this going on? It just breaks too many rules. Um, you know, and I, I thought the world was interesting. I just don't think they did enough with it. Um, the level design was quite good. But again, the story wasn't strong enough for me. I didn't understand what my motivation was particularly. Um, they could have done so much more with it. The characters that were really good, they didn't spend enough time on. So Dowd, Granny Rags, you, you didn't get enough time yeah. with those to yeah, really kind of do it. Um, a really good game. and But at the same, again, like Bioshock, a really good game, but let down by the basics almost. Um, so that was for me. Well, yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting about Dishonored was uh, one of the things I found that was really easy about it was the stealth element. Um, it made the game for me too easy. Yeah. Um, there appeared to be no, no matter how much how much I increased the difficulty. Apparently, this did vary, but from how I played it, increasing or decreasing the um, difficulty didn't make it any harder for me because I just stealth behind somebody and killed them. Yeah. Or whatever. Or I choose to. In and just. Yeah. Yeah. And there was nothing really. Similar. It wasn't like with Thief. Remember, even like even the mo- most mostly disliked um, Thief Three, still had that. Re- you had to be really careful. Well, to, to, put, to put it this way, I checked out before I was looking at this uh, a couple of days ago. I checked out my playtime for uh, Dishonored, and it was something along the lines of fifteen hours or something. Mm-hmm. And then I checked out my playtime for Thief: Deadly Shadows, which was the latest version. Which I, I prefer Thief 2 as, as my favourite you know, version. But, but Thief Deadly Shadows is, is kind of the, the most modern equivalent. 35 hours it took me to complete yeah. Thief because I had to replay so many sections. So I'm playing for a perfect stealth playthrough. Uh, yep. And, it, you know, an extra 20 hours to play that game. And it wasn't particularly longer. You know, the actual, you know, if you could straight line that game, it wouldn't take you much longer to walk through it. But it was just, it kept to the rules and those rules were fairly punishing. Um, yep. And it was it was a great game for that. Um, so yeah, so that was that was my dishonoured. Uh, Clarky, unsurprisingly, what have you chosen? Aliens, Colonial Marines. <laughs> I, f- I followed this game with so much trepidation, I've, oh. and it, it it let me down. It let me down greatly. And even I remember, the, I, I even remember saying to you that this is going to be rubbish, and you know you wouldn't have any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. Even after the, uh, I think what the what we have now, ten gigabytes worth of updates, it's still dog shit. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I was I'm greatly let down by this. I was I was even willing to give it a chance on release day after I read a few of the reviews that started trickling out. But no. Like I said appalling. to you, if, if there's a, if the, you know the game comes out and they've held back the reviews, then just just don't just wait because it's gonna. It's going to be, are there any redeeming features about the game at all? Uh, no, no, none whatsoever. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure the multiplayer would have been fun since nobody fucking bought it because they'd read the reviews first and never got the chance to play that. Well, you see, if it had been out on, if you'd have picked it up on the PC or something like that, rather than the 360, then if it come up in a Steam sale for like three quid, I'd pick it up for a laugh. I did pick it up on the PC. Oh, did you? Oh, well, you should have mentioned it. Yeah, and see, thank you worth of uh, fixes that <laughs> I mean it does look nice now but it it still plays like an arse it's crap um, I, I will never buy another Aliens game as long as I live well there probably won't be any more for as long as you live at this rate after the, the disaster that was so um, over that um, John yours 
Oh, I don't know. Um, Not a game. I, Dishonored was a bit dull, wasn't it? As you said. Um, I don't know. I, I try not to get my hopes up too high, so I, I haven't really been particularly disappointed by anything. Just rolled with the punches. But um, yeah, there's some things which didn't meet up to the expectation. Dishonored, I guess, was one of them. But whether I gave it the, the correct amount of time and effort, I don't really know. I, mean, I think it's important to mention, I'm not saying Dishonored is a bad game, I'm just saying it was a disappointment because I expected it to be so much more. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay, so that is, that is your answer. You've, you've changed your answer from the answer that we have on the running order. Well, see, the, what's the, the answer on the running order is a load of nonsense. I don't know who wrote that in there. <laughs> the biggest disappointment in the last year is John-MacBook Pro. I don't understand what that means. I actually thought that was what you'd written, but that sounds like a Clarkyism. So did I. Mm. What? I put nothing uh, he's denying all knowledge. Okay, fair enough. Um, so we'll go straight to uh, the surprise game of last year. Um, the game that we, you know, took us completely by surprise. So, uh, BC, Mike, we'll go back to you on this one. Um, I think for me, I mean, obviously I read about it quite a bit um, a month or so ago, was um, was Gunpoint. Um, I, I very much kind of, currently in the kind of lead for the, the FTL award, should we call it, for 2013. <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed it and I can't recommend it to anybody enough I just think it's such a cracking little game for four or five hour gaming experience for just a few pounds brilliant brilliant humour I love the pixel art the gameplay is pure and clear crisp just a cracking little game really was I mean it it was a big surprise how much I really liked it and it was just brilliant unsurprisingly I I still need to finish that game of course (laughs) Well, of course you do. After you liking stealth games so much. Well, yeah, I, I, it got really hard. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the stealth. It really wasn't the stealth that got to me. It was the um, the kind circuit of circuit puzzles. Yeah, it just I, it got too quick for me to be able to function. <laughs> it was just some of the rewiring had to be done so fast. I just I don't have that kind of level of coordination. <laughs> the reason I like stealth games is you can tend to be fairly slow with them. Mm. But, um, so yeah. Um, Karki, what was yours? Uh, Tomb Raider. That's your surprise of the... Really? That surprised you? It did, because it was... It, I plumped for it on the PC, obviously, for no reason other than the fact that I picked it up for about 20 quid at the time, mm, yep. which was... Uh, on about, launch what, as well, I, probably, wasn't it? it? It was It was about five days after launch. Yeah. Uh, mm. and, and no, I was very... I, was, I mean, I, I, I famously despise the original Tomb Raider games... Yeah, I, I, just, I, I can't understand why they receive such praise. Praise, I just found them. Boobs, mate. Well, tight shorts. Shorts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're it, thinking it, about using that RPG maker, mate, you can do better. No wrong if you just put big tits and tight shorts in there. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll sell a load. Well, we make us four of us make up the big tits, don't oh, we? It's true. Mm. It's John to wear some tight shorts, <laughs> and we're all over it. Yeah, but no Tomb Raider. I, uh, I, I, like I said, this was one of the first games i got on my new rig as well and uh, i hugely enjoyed it mm. just drew me back for more and i think i finished it in about three sittings nice. which uh, which obviously also makes it one of the few games that i've actually finished as well yes, i was thinking about saying it's actually one yeah. of the games I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite interested with your choice as well considering um, both of them were considered to be flops really by square enix weren't they yeah i mean i, I plumped for um sleeping dogs um Purely because I don't like these kind of games. Um, 
GTA games that kind of that kind of, I just don't like. I don't get on with them. I get bored of them very very quickly. And this is another game I actually finished. I I had such a laugh playing this game. It was brilliant. It was just like playing a John Woo film and took me completely by surprise. Um, bought it on a whim when it was cheap, I think, and just I loved every bit of it. I thought the driving was hysterical. You know, it wasn't trying to be anything. It was just fun. Um, the whole game was just fun, but the story, um, you know, I know it's typical kind of Hong Kong cinema story, but fucking violent. Um, you know, some of the scenes in that where, let's just say the big mama gets her revenge, you're just sitting there thinking, oh my God. Um, and I just thought it was a great game. I think there's elements into it which don't sit well with me. Um, there's some parts in there which, you know, it doesn't treat women particularly well through the entire game, but there's some bits where... Mm. Um, your character kind of goes against what you think he should, um, but yeah. But apart from that, oh yeah, I always hate that. I always hate that. Yeah, when he does stuff, and you're thinking, hang on, but that's not what you would do. Um, but you know, hey, uh, you've got to let it slide a little bit. For, for the game, it was. I just thought, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I can't believe they said that sold less than it did because I think that was probably one of the sleeper hits of that of that year because it was. I just, it was, it was a sleeping dog. It was indeed. It was indeed, and they never lie. Um, boom John, boom. John, tower, tower to evil bold man, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. And your surprise game of last year? Uh, Walking Dead, I guess. Just because I didn't expect, I didn't know anything about it. I'd never play, don't think I'd ever played a game like that before. And um, I, I'm not entirely sure what made me buy it, to be honest. Um, I think I watched, to be honest, I think I watched a Total Biscuit play it. I thought, oh, that looks interesting. And uh, I thought I'd give it a go. I think I think the I thing really, I really enjoyed it. I find interesting about The Walking Dead is um, a lot of the people who really really rave about it. Uh, I often hear the same phrase of, oh, "I've never really played a game like this before." Whereas for me, having played lots of kind of point and click ones, I thought this game was a really really poor point and click game. I thought again the story was emotive and you know all that, but actually the gameplay itself, another one of these mm, narrative over gameplay. Because yeah. if you've played a point and click you know, my some of my favourite games, the Broken Sword games, they do point and click down just to a fine art. They're amazing. And Walking Dead is not a good exponent of a point and click game, but throw it into a package of that story with those relationships and it just it just works very, very well. So yeah, I probably agree with that. Uh, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit and go to what do you think we'll be playing this time next year? Um, Beastie. Um, I mean, yes, it's an interesting one because I think the next year is going to be quite, quite an interesting gaming year with the new consoles coming mm-hmm. and the anticipation around them, the fact they're using a lot more PC architecture and simply there will be a lot more flexibility between what games are made and how they're made and what formats come up with it. And I think PC gaming is going to come into a bit of a boon, even more of a boon, because I think it definitely is doing well at the moment um, because of this. And I think that... Well, I'm, I'm definitely, I've kind of pre-ordered my PS4 and I can see myself playing it. I can't see it replacing my kind of PC as, as, a, as a core gaming device. Yeah. Um, it may, I might upgrade again before the end of the year, or maybe into next year, depends upon what they do with the, with the new graphics cards and so forth. Um, but I, I can't see PC being superseded. In fact, I can only see it becoming a bigger um a bigger channel for my gaming requirements. I mean, I, I just really think it's be quite interesting, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. 
No, I agree. I mean, I think like you, um, the PC certainly in the last year has just has become my platform of, of choice. And I don't think it's necessarily because of the 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 the, the ending of the console cycles. I just think it's just I, I it feeds my ability to have an awful lot of games just sitting there that I can kind of pick and choose from mm-hmm. on a whim that don't cost very much that I can play for a week and then move on to <laughs> in many ways. I mean, I, at the moment I've got both both the PS4 and the Xbox One on pre-order. Um, but reality is that, you know, and I've done that purely just to guarantee my place in the queue, if you like. And the reality is probably that the Xbox One will get dropped um, unless they pull something amazing out of the bag, which I, I just can't see them doing just game-wise, I think. Um, sure. And I'll probably end up spending that 400 quid on my new my new kind of gaming room or, or upgrading the PC or getting a triple monitor set up or something of that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, my hopes are firmly on the Oculus Rift coming out within the next year and me being able to spend all my money on that and I'll be very, very happy. So that's that's <laughs> that's me. Uh, Clarky? Um, well, aside from obviously carrying on with the uh, love of PC gaming, um, I'll be giving the Vita much, much love as I'm still hugely enjoying it at that moment. I can't see wait to see what uh, sort of connectivity it ends up having with the PS4, which um, I am also hoping to pick up on day one as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. And John? Um, whether I'll be playing it this time next year, I don't know, but um, can't see myself leaving Daisy. Well, I don't know. Daisy with a... <laughs> Daisy or something similar in a sandbox style with Oculus Rift, possibly with the treadmill. treadmill, yeah. We'd lose so much weight if that treadmill comes out. No, that'd be incredible. <laughs> oh, I can't bloody wait. Battlefield is going to be a brand new sort of people. You see people sprinting for about three meters and then just stopping, bending over and That'd be fantastic. Awesome. And um, just the, the last one we've got is uh, the most anticipated game of next year, the game we think we're most looking forward to for the next year. And I've, I've kind of already given my hint away, which is um, the game I keep coming back to, which would be Battlefield 4 for me. I think um, it's for me, it's the king of shooters and it, it brings together everything I love about games in, in the, 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 the kind of what you can do, the teamwork, especially if you get into a decent squad with people um, and, and the scale and, and just the brilliance and the stories that come out of it. That's that's probably my most anticipated game of, of, of next year, Battlefield 4. Um, John, you still going to stick with um, unsurprisingly? I, I, I mean, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that Daisy standalone to make an appearance. So um, I can't wait for that. Okay. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. What, um, what, I, I'm going to get a bit of this. I've got a feeling as soon as that game becomes fully launched, that somehow you'll lose it will lose appeal to you. I don't know why. I just think it will. Something uh, will happen. You're going to. I I can, I can I can totally see where you're coming from there. Very very probably. I mean, yeah, maybe it's yeah. You put up with the bullshit now because you're waiting for something magnificent to happen. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, then yeah. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, I mean, there's so many good things coming out, isn't there? So, um, uh, you know, there's all that stuff coming out on the Xbox One, which looks really great. Whether I have an Xbox One to play on, I don't don't know. But um, see what happens. No, eh? I'd, I'd love the PS4 and the Xbox One to come out on the same day as the Oculus Rift HD. 
<laughs> and then we'll see what happens. I, 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 will, I, will, I, will, I will tell you now that won't happen. <laughs> oh, it's a shame, isn't it? Um, Clarky, what's yours? Um, I'm quite interested to see what happens with Destiny. So, just, you're a big Halo um, fan? I didn't realise you're a big Halo fan. I, I do. I mean, it's, it's kind of my guilty pleasure. I do enjoy Halo. Um, which it, which has, has lots of guilty pleasures. Uh, no, I did. Uh, this this was one of the reasons I got quite annoyed watching that indie game of films. The the guy was just uh, in so dismissive of mainstream games, which quite kind of upset me. And I, you know, I've had a lot of fun on these games. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm quite I'm quite interested to see what uh, what happens with Destiny. I mean, aside from Battlefield Four, because um, that game we had on Battlefield Three last week, I hugely enjoyed and. Yeah. Uh, the, the the guy I was playing with, I can't remember his name now, so apologies. Uh, but I mean, it, it, it sort of really showed me how to play it, um, which I kind of thoroughly enjoyed. And uh, I think we're going to be having another go on that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm back on that tomorrow night. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so yeah, uh, so yeah, De- Destiny. I'm, I'm I, I sort of can't wait to see what comes of that. So mm-hmm. I, think Destiny, I, I think Destiny for you, Clarky, could be um, secretly destroy you because. Destiny's got some of those MMO features that I've already kind of picked out that your character traits just lusting for <laughs> that I think it could ruin you. Loot. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Done loot. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Beastie, what's up your your sites um, for next year? I mean, I've kind of mentioned this before and I think most definitely what, from what I've seen, I think um, The Division seems to be the most compelling of the kind of the bigger games that are coming out. Um, I think it's got a very interesting kind of style to it. And it does have that kind of console uh, fluffiness that which could be its downfall for me but that doesn't know. really interest I mean I was that gameplay trailer I was hugely impressed by sure but it's, it's got to bring it gave a lot of pro- it was a bit like that watchdogs trailer the first time they brought out I know there's been lots of people talking about you know how all oh, they just pulled off another watchdogs where they showed the very last thing and everyone's talking about it mm. but the end of that first watchdogs reveal if you like way back at E3 two years ago um was when it panned out and you saw another person on the rooftop and they kind of did the very same thing with with uh division where they kind of at the end of it you got that little bit of pvp and it kind of made yeah. you think hang on a second is this all one big multiplayer kind of one big open map and there are a thousand people on the server or is it just a shard or is it just sure. a, what you know what's going on with this so there, there's a lot of questions they got asked but yeah it does look good i, I really like the look at that as well um but i'll say that's under the caveat of that's until I hear of Portal 3 or Team Fortress 3. <laughs> and then automatically <laughs> this will be completely overwritten. Yep. Um, Half-Life 3. Um, then, oh, pff, oh, I couldn't give a toss. The only other one that I've not mentioned is obviously um, running a very, very close close second about before is obviously Thief 4. But um, I don't really want to mention because I want to jinx it, but I've probably just jinxed it. So that's. I think it's already that. jinxed, mate. I think you're fine. Oh, don't. Just don't. That can be. That'll be my next biggest disappointment of next year. Yeah, look forward <laughs> to that. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so um, before we did um, we go into the outro, I just got a few quick questions from the Twitter sphere. Uh, I put out a post on um, using our wonderful Twitter earlier on, just just saying any questions for, for our birthday show uh, about the show or or us in general. So I'm going to pick out a few. Um, somebody called Sheep Dog has a, a tweet back to us and, and wants to know. Uh, hang on a sec because he's corrected himself because he's fucked up the first one uh, who has grown most as a host during the last year 
Well, I mean, I think that, should, that should be a question for them, shouldn't it? Not for <laughs> yeah, us. You can vote on that. We'll put a thread up on the forum. Um, but the other question is, who has spent the most on games and hardware in year John. one? John. Uh, is probably, it really me? It's probably between me and John, in all honesty. Um, I don't know. I buy a shitload of games, but probably less. I suppose I did buy a DS and a Vita. Yeah. Well, How I bought, are you I bought... that Wii U. Yeah. And a Wii U. I did, I did buy a Vita, a new mic, and a new rig, and then pretty much two new games every week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have bought a new... I did buy an Alienware PC, yeah, I think it's probably me. Uh, it's probably you, yeah, I'm, go with John. I'm not, I'm, I'm not certain that, because I built the silent PC. Oh, there is that. I bought the 29-inch widescreen monitor. Um, I, I, bought saw, a I was reading Mini. a review about that the other day. I, I bought a MacBook retina display. Oh, we did. Um, but then you sold most of that stuff back to me. The stuff that's not it, in that. This, this is this isn't like kind of. <laughs> it's not an aggregate score. It's basically. So no, I think we've spent a lot. I mean, this. We don't want to talk about it anymore because we just end up depressing ourselves. Yeah. So um, yeah. It, oh God, it's tight. I think the person who spent the least, that'll be Clarky. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a kept man, really. I know. Although I don't know about that. I've got the Vita, PS3, my new rig. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> okay. Monitor. Well, yeah, that's true. You've got that monitor as well. Okay, see so who else we've got. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Lee, oh, God, I'm going to get so pronounced. Sorry. Lee McIlwain. I'm going with, I'm hoping on that one. He sent in a shed load of questions. I'm going to pick a few because we're running already into about a three-hour epic on this show. Um, Ribena or Vimto? Quick raise of hands. Beastie. Vimto. Ooh, Clarky. Vimto. John? What's the question again? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Ribena or Vimto? It. Oh, Ribena, definitely. Yeah, I'm with John and Ribena on that one, so that's a split straight down the middle. Um, his next question is personally one I, I would buy without certain. When is John going to launch his own range of motivational self-help CDs? <laughs> uh, I'm not. Oh, it's oh, oh. a shame. We could have made some money for this show. Um, and has John... Bought a new projector since this recording started. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then he says, How about now? <laughs> Amazing. I like you, Lee. <laughs> you, know, you know it so well. He's um, a city fan, Lee. Good lad. Uh, Jojo the Monkeys is sent in a shed loads. Um, are you going to be. <laughs> Are you planning on buying Robot Vacuum Cleaner 2013, or is that a game for Proton? I think that's definitely a game for Proton. Oh, God. What the hell is that? He spent... Oh, God, why is he... Some of the favourite games... But we haven't got time for that. You have to re- just listen to the back catalogue. Uh, games we're looking forward to, we've already mentioned. Um, if... Oh, bloody hell. What's your favourite cheese? We're going to go with that one. John. Uh What's the? Is it Stilton, the blue one, the blue mouldy one? I love that shit. It's great. Okay, we'll go with Gorgon's over for John. Beastie. No, no it's blue not Gorgon's Stilton. over. It's Stilton. Blue Stilton. I oh, you go for blue Stilton. Oh, I see. Oh, you go for blue yeah. Stilton as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Clarky. Thank you, you crumbly. <laughs> Send it on with you. I'm going to be really boring and just go for a nice, strong, mature cheddar. To be honest, because it pretty That's much fine. goes with anything. Um. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh God. Um. Ba 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 ba. Lee McIlwain again. Surely he's bought one by now. Yep. <laughs> Probably. Um, and last but not least, uh, somebody called Clarky Snap. When do we get paid? Um, we don't, Clarky. We do we this for the love of it as well, you know. Oh, 
No, you do it all for the fun of it, Clarky. <laughs> and you're not getting paid. I, I did. Yeah. To, speak, speaking of Twitter, I did uh, manage to oust a fake Beastie account last week. Yeah, we, we did notice there was a there was a, a parody. Yeah. Was that parody not you, Beastie? Account? No, it, I don't think it was. I I asked him a. I, I basically asked him two questions. One was uh, PS4 or Xbox One, to which he correctly replied PC, and. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the other one was um, I, I wrote a long quote saying that you is your name BC and are you from Brighton but omitted any capital letters from it and that was uh, that was when he was caught out. Yeah, he didn't pick up on that. <laughs> um, that's probably pro someone, wasn't it, or somebody? <laughs> I could imagine him I doing. I don't know who it was now. Um, anyway, um, so that's that's it. The, the three-hour birthday epic for you guys to to get your teeth into. Um, just a reminder to, to use the affiliate link. So if you are going to be buying any of the new consoles or anything, you get it's a pity Steam doesn't have affiliate links because we'd be rolling it mm. by now. Um, true. Please do so. Go to the, the main page of the site. It doesn't cost you anything to use them, but a little, you know, an extra click. Uh, but it does actually contribute to the running of the site and, and hosting these shows for us. Please review us on iTunes. Um, five star reviews uh, would be nice. But you know, be honest with it if you want to. Um, but again, be honest, say we're crap, but at the same time, leave us a five star review. Um, follow us on Twitter. The main show is uh, at MGP Bits. I'm at Vimesy74. I'm at Clarky Snap. I'm Go at fan. UK Volhomer. Oh, I'm Beastie Don't Tweet. Yep, Beastie Don't Tweet. Um, Facebook, we've got the Mature Game Podcast Facebook page. Um, any show email addresses or anything like that, you can email us at mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com. Um, leave it at that. Just chuck them in there. We'll find them. Um, and then a reminder that Saturday, this Saturday coming up, is the MGPX, the Expo. Um, it's looking like there's going to be about 30, 35 of us pitching up to a pub in Peterborough uh, in a rather swanky pub with a Thai restaurant, which I'm looking forward to. And I believe they've just arranged breakfast as well. So that's uh, that's a bonus for us. So um, I think... All the important people are going to be there. Um, I'm certainly going. BC, you going? I'm going to make it if I uh, 100% possible. Right, John, you're definitely going to be there because you're bringing all the kit. Uh, yes. And Clarky's obviously. I'll be there. Clarky's obviously going to be there as well, aren't you, Clarky? Yeah, in robot form. In robot form, we're we're going to holly him up. So uh, if you are going, we'll see you on on that. And if you're not, then we'll see you next week when we repeat the same shambolistic recording as we have tonight. And so until then, um, ta-ra! <laughs> Bye! Bye. Bye.